in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome into the Sportsocracy. It's ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It's another beautiful day here in the Ingalls studio. Sportsocracy always heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Of course, you could see us live on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, and join us in the chat each and every day and get those uh, alerts whenever new content goes live, like uh, Flo Stradamus' Mock V, as I'm calling it. Uh, That would be five. The Mock 5. And we'll have uh, team-by-teams going out starting tomorrow. Three round, just addressing maybe some free agent things, all the things that happen with your team. Because, well, let's face it, other than four of you, we're all in a pit of sadness right now. Because we won't see our teams play again until September. (laughs) Some of us are okay with that. Uh, You should be. Now, me, all I'm going to do for the next, I don't know, 120 days is conspiracy theorize how the New York Jets get Aaron Rodgers. And he is staring into it every second of his life, and I'm here for it. Of course he is. Just giving you a little bit of hope, just like the New York Jets always do, right? Oh, well, here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, that will be what all of you have hoped would happen with Tom Brady, where I have bashed this guy for years, and now he'll be my bestest friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Be my bestest friend forever, and will and, and he will without a doubt be indicted, in, invited to my birthday party. I was gonna say, uh, you guys could do karate in the garage. No together. doubt, one hundred percent bunk beds. Let's go. <laughs> so, Doing so much, it. So much room for activities with you and Aaron Rodgers just being besties. Look at that. Look how that's gonna go. But we have a reuniting of besties. That well, I mean, I feel like that's just a, a perfect place to start off. That's right. The opening drive always brought to you by Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. 629 Brevard Road is the address. Go on by, check out the showroom, see what they got in stock. If you're not in the market for a new car, they got certified pre-owns. They do all the checks and balances, and it makes it uh, very, very simple for you to buy a car. I am in a brand new Nissan Frontier with all the bells and whistles and the backup camera. If we got to a point where a backup camera is just that, like that's guaranteed to be in every car. Yes. Because if I ever go backwards, uh, I will not be safe to back up a vehicle ever. Because <laughs> you'll never look the behind The little 3D again. camera where somehow the birds or whatever the case may be is looking over my car to show me where I am in the parking spot. That is, that's really reduced the number of times that I turn my head when I'm backing up a car. Definitely is a handy piece of information to have. And, uh, you know, like I said, you go by 629 Brevard Road, mention the sportsocracy, get that 125% uh or excuse me the uh 200 that was the wrong promo $250 bonus on top of whatever you're traded is worth just for mentioning the sportsocracy at 629 Brevard Road but it's it's reunited and it feels so good 
New England Patriots fans, are you just, are you giddy with anticipation? Are you so excited that that now you're being reunited with Bill O'Brien? Well, I mean, the last time he was here, we had the number two offense in the, in, in the NFL. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you did. There was an element to that that everybody seems to to really be forgetting. His name is Thomas Edward Brady the third because you know that's not mccorkle jones i cannot believe this is getting as much traction as it is what do you mean that well we brought back bill o'brien and now everything's just hunky dunky is it though I mean, are there Patriots fans who believe that this is everything's fine now? That that Bill O'Brien's going to come get the most out of Mac Jones? Oh, absolutely! That it just sweeps everything. Oh, all, all absolutely! The, all the problems under the rug. Oh, there are people that think now everything is just hunky dunky, yeah, well, and now we're let the good times roll. Let's get back to winning Super Bowls. There's and- a reason they call them fans. Oh, because they're lunatics. Fan is short for fanatic, and you can't help but think that the latest, the, the the latest thing that you did is the greatest thing that you did. Some some fans, smart fans, will be able to look at this and go, "Well, I mean, we are in better shape than we were in." But is that saying anything? But sure, it is. Is you had it Bill though? Belichick sitting over here in the corner with his fingers in his ears, going, "I could have seventeen defensive guys call plays." No, you can't. Uh, well, he was proven wrong, and now they went out and he he got an uh, offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, not a bad coach, and historically not a great play caller. How many times has he ever, ever, as the predominant play caller, finished in the top ten in offensive yards? I don't know how many uh, time, uh, singular one end of message, repeat the line. Uh, he's done it one time in yards. He's done it one time in points, and they were not the same year. So I I just I don't know what it is I'm supposed to be so excited about here. He was a mediocre to good coordinator at Alabama where he had outrageously better talent than everybody he came up against. So now I'm supposed to just think that oh yeah, this is the solution. We 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 fixed it all now. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that, not nary even a little bit. Bill O'Brien reunites with Bill Belichick. And look, like I said, it's better than Fat Patricia. But that's not saying anything. So you had the stupidest thing I've ever seen a head coach do with a staff, and now you've improved from that. Whoop-de-doo. That's like getting out of a bad relationship with a girl that set your car on fire with you in it and then went, well, at least she waited for me to get out of the house before she set it on fire. All right, let me ask you this question. What better hire could they have made? Who's out there that would take this job to work under stodgy old Bill Belichick? Oh, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people. You think so? I feel like Bill Belichick just did the exact same thing he did a year ago, only this time he did it with offensive coaches. Because the the two names that I heard routinely with this job were Bill O'Brien and Adrian Clem. Do, do you know what that represents? What? The exact same thing that you've done for 30 years. That's worked exactly one era ever, and it was with Tom Brady. I do not know what Bill Belichick needs 
to wake him up from this fog of we're going to keep recasting New England. This is like the real world. Do you remember the show, The Real World? Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, it was very edgy, and they had guys like Puck, and there were all these people, Puck. and and it was that was fantastic. I, yeah, yeah, that Puck was fantastic. Was awesome. I was a big Puck fan. Well, see, but but then you you started getting progressively more just cattywampus with your your casting, and then you got to the Real World Austin, and what was the allure of that? It, anybody remember a cast member from that? No. No, you know why? Because it was awful. We because you took a great idea and you kept recasting it every single year. And every single year it got just a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Till the end, it didn't even look like what you started with. The Bill Belichick system, why this worked for so long was because you had a point man that was smarter than anybody on the field. And he always made the right, always made the right read. He always made the right throw. And you had receivers that really knew the system, and you had two tight ends, and you had mismatch issues, and defensively, you just played great football. What of what I just said do the New England Patriots have right now? Any of it. Do they have a thing that I just said? I no. Mean, they do have two no. tight ends. Uh, yeah, they have two tight ends that uh, compared to, I mean, look, I know Aaron Hernandez did all the, it t- just on the football field, just on the football field. Him and Rob Gronkowski is exponentially uh, greater than uh, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Yeah, you're not wrong. And and now name me the team in the NFL that's winning football games this way. The system that Bill O'Brien is bringing in, you name me the team in the NFL that's winning that way. Nobody. They don't exist. It's new, innovative upbeat up tempo quarterback gets a ball out of their hand i got playmakers everywhere it's not hey look i've got geriatric mac jones that can turn around and hand it to ramondre stevenson for 12 feet at a time innovative football and it's it's the i'm gonna level with you my team plays in this division there's no more irrelevant team in this league right now to me than the new england patriots and in the next hour we're gonna do future power rankings I'll give you one guess where New England landed. Because it's not 32. Mm-hmm. It's not 25. They landed in the dead center of the NFL. Because you are the definition of purgatory. That That's what you are. And you will not get out of it. This era of football is gone. This was like Lou Holtz trying to run the veer with the New York Jets. We don't do things this way anymore. And you know why? Because at some point, let's say you get into the playoffs. You beating Joe Burrow this way? No. Are you beating Justin Herbert this way? No. And this is what's so infuriating to me. Is How are you not learning this lesson? So you just did this with Matt Patricia because it was the guy you were comfortable with and this goes back to the, the, the days gone by. The only difference in that hire and this one is that this is an offensive guy. He was a mediocre offensive guy with Deshaun Watson. What do you think he'll be with Mac Jones? This ain't that hard to figure out. I mean, I'm going to steal Asheville Police Chief David Zach's uh, uh, claim to fame. This game's pretty simple when you make it that way, and Bill Belichick makes it really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. But again, it's Bill. And he thinks his way is the best way. And he thinks he can scheme his way to more titles he'll never learn the lesson 
I mean, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. Well, then the old dog needs to get out of the kitchen because I'm telling you right now, you can do this until kingdom come. You can keep reshuffling these deck chairs all you want to. You're irrelevant. I mean, I mean, and and I already see Patriots fans in the chat saying, "I'm not." What do you want me to say? You want me to see her lie to you? I mean, is that what you're after? Because it doesn't make any sense to me, and it's never going to. And I've been saying this for years. And weird, Tom leaves, and what have you been? Seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight. Whoopie do. You are the most talked about, irrelevant franchise in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And this is just another hire that makes you feel good because it's that guy that he was here when things were good. Well, that And that's all well and good, except for the, the catalyst to that, the engine to that car, is bye-bye. And you don't have a replacement. You, you have a ridiculous little eco-friendly electric car engine that you're trying to run this car on. It don't work that way. They do have that guy in the building, and his name is Bailey Zappi. Thank you very much. Yeah, Bailey Zapp is. Uh, yeah, ba- <laughs> Bailey Zapp's gonna. Uh, that's gonna beat Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, and that's just the top four. Of course, it's not. But but that's my but point. You but, have that so guy. that's my point. What am I supposed to get excited about? This has been everywhere today. Of oh, this was the best hire Bill could have made. Is it really though? I think so. I see. I don't because this is just more of the exact same nonsense. When when Bill O'Brien was at Penn State, was that a prodigious offense? No. no. Was it a prodigious offense when he was with the Houston Texans? No. And he had better talent in both of those places than he has in New England. You can keep doing the same thing, but the definition of insanity is doing it over and over again and expecting a different result. You're not going to get one. If you keep wanting to trot out these mediocre athletic quarterbacks that cannot move with no natural number one receiver, and you think you're going to win football games in 2023, three yards in a cloud of dust, good luck. Nine and eight's calling your name. Frankly, I'm starting to think we should start calling that uh, the New England Patriot. When you get a nine to five, when you get nine and five in Texas Hold'em, you call it a Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Nine and eight's a New England Patriot. <laughs> you are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Will Bill O'Brien make a difference? With the New England Patriots, again, I maintain it's better than what they had, but there again, they didn't have an offensive coach. So, uh, so not so. So on. So on a the, living, breathing person is better than non-applicable. Yeah. So on the scale of growth, it's the greatest hire in the history of football. That's the right? most millennial thing participation <laughs> trophy you have ever handed out in the years we've been doing this show. You are in the sportsocracy. It's ESPN Asheville. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800 627 1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. 
Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. It is the Sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville back in the Ingalls studio. And uh, Tony Pollard had tightrope surgery today to fix the uh, broken left fibula. He's got a high ankle sprain as well, along with the broken foot. Oh. And 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 the Dallas Cowboys, you know what? New England fans, you get a reprieve because you only get one segment of me me yelling about your team because the Dallas Cowboys went, you want something to talk about? Let's give you something to talk about. How in the world is that tweet still up? If you don't know what I'm talking about, the Dallas Cowboys official Twitter put out a tweet that said, Dak Prescott turns it up. And I'm I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have to pull it in front of me commits two common turnovers in a game that the Cowboys otherwise should have been in. You're kidding me, right? Like, who approved that? Somebody somewhere had to approve that. Two common turnovers. I'm pulling up the tweet now. I mean, and this could be some low-level staffer for, for the Dallas Cowboys. At some point, somebody has to go, hey, but for why did you do that? Right. Why are you, uh, the talking, exact tweet why are you was, throwing shade at our quarterback? The exact tweet was Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't generate self-inflicted wounds. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, I hear no lies. I And, and I don't disagree with that. <laughs> it would be one thing if we tweeted that. If we put that out there, that makes all the sense in the world. Yes. We're paid for our opinions. You're paid by the Dallas Cowboys. That's your employer. And and there's nothing you can do to get away from Dak. No. Can we stop with this? They should be shopping Dak Prescott thing. Please tell me who on the planet Earth would give them even a bag of footballs for Dak Prescott. But, But he's a good quarterback. Yeah, but is again, I'm going to use that that age old line. Is he a winner? Because there's not a single team in the NFL that looks at him and goes, "Yep, that's the guy I want to take me to a Super Bowl." Dak Prescott is the kind of quarterback that you go out and get if you just want to be mediocre. Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins, is Derek Carr, is every mediocre quarterback in the league. The pro that's not the problem. The problem is that the Dallas Cowboys cannot get out of their own way. This is a microcosm of your franchise in a nutshell because you have old Jared Jones that can't stop doing his little radio show and can't stop talking to the media and you're America's team. And so you're constantly under this microscope. Now, let me ask you a question. If the New York Giants social media pages had tweeted out that same thing about Daniel Jones, would we be talking about it today? No. I'm going to say no. New York, maybe. Just because New York's a crazy media market. and and 
we, we would look at that and go, well, that's, you know, probably in poor taste, but that's old hat because, yes, Daniel Jones was one of the reasons you lost. Right. But it's the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. who are under this. franchise quarterback. That you're stuck with. Right. And you're under this microscope because we talk about you at nauseum. And you know why we talk about you at nauseum? Because you keep making us do it. I mean, do, do you see anything wrong with this? Because you seem to be just nodding at me like I'm I, not even surprised. I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, what was it? The, the, the social media team, We everybody went crazy when the social media team left Dak Prescott out of the, the, the sizzle reel at the beginning of the season. And that's kind of my point, is that you've already done this once. Yeah. And you know that everybody's looking at everything you do. And I saw Stephen Tao in the in the comments say, well, it had already been screenshotted. It'd be pointless to take down. And I don't agree with, or I don't disagree with that from the us talking about it standpoint. I'm looking at it from the DAC standpoint of you don't even actually think you did anything wrong here, do you? Mm-hmm. You, you don't, you think this is just perfectly fine that, that it's on me. It's everything is Dak Prescott's fault. Isn't it though? <sighs> I would say yes, except I don't know what else you expected. No. At yeah. what point does somebody do something repeatedly ex- yeah. and you expect them to do something different it's and not- they don't? How is that their fault? Yeah, It's not that you're expecting anything different. It's just, I mean, facts don't care about your feelings, Dak. If, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, here's my thing. If you get roadhoused on domestic lights and you ask the dog to drive you home, don't be shocked when the dog doesn't do it because that's not what the dog does. If you're expecting Dak Prescott to lead you to a Super Bowl, then, okay, A, you're delusional, and B, that leads to tweets like this. But but you have to. You don't have to but do anything. To, In life, you have to pay taxes and die. That's no, it. End the message, repeat the line. You, no, but as as a as a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, you, you kind of have to believe that Dak's going to take you because it's your team, and you want to believe that he's going to take you to a Super Bowl. Um, uh, okay, so I'm going to take what you just said, and I'm going to say that y- you have missed the sucking ears times, and you have been brainwashed by the Brady times. Because I, as a Jets fan, will tell you that I have never had a belief that my team was going to do anything but piddle in my punch bowl. So, no, I don't think fans have to have this belief. I mean, maybe that's why I'm so angry all the time. I don't know. Uh, 100% is why you're so angry all the time. I mean, again, there's a reason that they call them fans. Fan is short for fanatic, and you're going to believe stupid things. Everybody wants to believe that their team has a shot at the beginning of the season. Everybody wants to believe that their quarterback can take them to a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and I, I mean, you should know. You should know by now. And we I'm sure everybody this. wants to play center for the New York Knicks. It doesn't mean that it makes any sense. Of, of course, it doesn't make I mean, sense. For, like it doesn't you, have to make sense. You're five foot seven. I mean, I don't think you even have any any misgivings of. At some oh. point, you have to be realistic. This was a win of a season for the Dallas Cowboys. And yet, two days, we are two days removed from you being eliminated from the playoffs. And it is anarchy, Stuart Little, the sky is falling. Do you not realize that that part of this is why you are who you are? There are seven teams in the NFL that have been to a conference championship game less recently than you have. Mm -hmm. Seven. That's Mm -hmm. a quarter of the league. 
You're not America's team. You're America's laughing stock. And the fact that you keep staring into this and your delusion, I, I said this on the social medias over the weekend. Really be honest with yourself about the Cowboys. The, every poll we do in the media, this is the most hated team in America. Mm-hmm. Why? There's not one player on this team to hate. I don't find Dak Prescott to be hateable. He's way overpaid for what he does, but it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. He he got what the market bore out. Ezekiel Elliott is washed. I don't hate him for that. I, I mean, I don't I don't feel like he's one of those hateable players. It, it has nothing to do with the team. It all has to do with that star mm-hmm. and Jerry Jones and all of this turmoil that you have put on yourself. And so when you do things like this, don't be shocked. When people like us go, yeah, it's same old Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Same old Cowboys. And this is what you will be until you learn the game has changed. Jera, th- this is a whole new world. And it's not ironic that you have won exactly zero in this new era. See, if that's if if I go anywhere, we will never win a Super Bowl because blank Jerry Jones. No doubt. Not it's Jerry close. Jones. And that to me, that's where the buck stops. And it always has. In the Tony Romo years, in the Dak Prescott years, it does not matter who's on this team. To me, it all ends with Jerry Jones. He just can't help himself. He is the ultimate carnival barker. He is out there telling you that his team is the latest and the greatest, and this is the year that we're going to do it. Now do, now, do you want the opposite? Do you want an owner to go out there and just be like, guys, we suck, and we're going to suck for a while, and it's it's going to be a rough road? No, you don't. But you also don't need him pumping everybody's heads full of these fairy tales. So they won a Super Bowl in 1995, in the 95 season. So the, the game was actually played in 1996. Okay. Since then, they've had 10 10-plus 10 win seasons. Do you know how many times they've won less than six games? Total. Two. It's four and three of them were in a row. There you go. This is actually one of the most consistent franchises in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And yet, because you have, I'll use your words, the ultimate carnival barker in Jerry Jones, you take what should be a building season and you blow it up. Mm -hmm. Because now... This is what we're going to talk about. And you did this. The t- I've seen a couple of people in the comments say, if Dak doesn't throw those interceptions, the game's completely different. And, and I 100% understand that. I, I get that. One of those interceptions was just a bad decision, and the other was just a bad throw. It could have happened to any quarterback. It could have happened to Brock Purdy just as easily as it happened to Dak Prescott. Why do we hold this so much against him? And there's only two reasons. The money and the Jerry. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is it. And that is why, as I'm looking down this, from Troy Aikman to Quincy Carter to Vinny Testaverde to Tony Romo to John Kitna to Matt Castle to Dak Prescott, it's all the same story, and it's just lather, rinse, repeat. And yet, that's Dak Prescott's fault. Do you see how I have a really hard time wrapping my brain around that? Sure. Call it unfair. Because that's what it is. Because much like I said with the New England Patriots— All you're doing is recasting the real world every year. And every year, it looks a little different, but the tenor's exactly the same. 
because it's still the same flawed premise that it's been the entire time. And that is the issue with the Dallas Cowboys. You are in the sportocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Welcome to Harvest Farms where the best organic or natural products are waiting for you, where the fields are filled with flavorful delights, and every bite is backed with the highest quality and attention. This is a place of affordable organic adventure, where freshness reigns supreme, that can only be found at Ingalls. Harvest Farms Organics. You'll love what's inside. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. Time to get just a bit outside. And uh, the FBI is now being called to Jamaica. Well, I don't know if they're actually going to Jamaica. I'm sure there will be some boots on the ground, so to speak. But they're going down to Jamaica to help out with the investigation of this, uh, this, this, this Usain Bolt story. Now, it's not just him, but he was one of the main figures in basically just a 13-year scam that was perpetrated inside the biggest bank down there. Stocks and Securities Limited in Kingston is being investigated, if you haven't heard this story, uh, because over a 13-year period, millions upon millions upon millions of dollars went missing including from the jamaican government like all of these different like their versions of like homeland security and social security and the, like they had money in this stocks and securities limited and it's been pilfered over the years usain bolt has lost an estimated 12.7 million dollars in this scheme to the point where his now his bank account is now down to twelve grand. Here's my question, and, and obviously financial crimes and things like that are horrible. How do you fall for this? So I just watched the Bernie Madoff documentary on on Netflix. Mm-hmm. How do you fall for this? Fall for what? So you give these people your money, and then you have no access to seeing it because if the money has disappeared. There's only so many financial documents you can go down before they run out of paper. I, I, in a world where I can literally tell you my net worth to the penny in a commercial break, 
I will never understand how these things still work. Well, look, when maybe when you have that, you're much trusting money. people, and and you know what, they build relationships, and and I feel bad for people like this. Maybe it's because I'm so unbelievably cynical that I don't trust anybody anyway. If I hand you a twenty dollar bill in my head, that twenty is never coming back ever. I might as well have set it on fire, <laughs> which is why my wife handles all of my finances. But it's also, I mean, you're you're comparing, you know, apples and kumquats here. Like there's just there's no comparison. When you have Usain Bolt-type money, when you have millions of dollars, I, I feel like it would be easier to lose Look track who you're talking of to. balance. I don't know. You, you do realize I'm marrying a financial advisor, right? I get that. She tells me this all the time. Mm -hmm. Of uh, my, my clients would never fall for this because they ask for things every single time we do anything. And, and every time she says that, I go, yeah, that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. If you do anything with my money, I want to know what you did. So how do you just lose $12.5 million? As long as, the, uh, as long as the money is there every time I want to take some out, I guess you're doing okay. I don't know. I don't know how this happens. I Look, just, I've never had this much money. I've never, I've never been a wealthy person. I've never had a, a, a securities person. You told me a story the other day about somebody having a security that was worth a billion dollars or something, oh, yeah. and I went, I don't even know what that is. I like, didn't either. They have an alarm system in their house that's worth $12 billion? What is that? No, it's, it's, it's not, not how what that I, works. It's also not what I said. You embellished that a little bit. Of but. course I did. It's, it's all for the story. But what I'm saying is, like, I have no clue. So I can easily see how somebody like Usain Bolt would go, I have all this money's here. You handle it, and I will trust you. And I've had no problems until just recently. Apparently, he got the the statement or something that said he only had twelve grand left in his bank account. And he went, "No, that's not. That can't be right." And then they've uncovered this massive scheme that now the entire Jamaican government and now the U.S. government is getting involved. As the FBI has been called in to help out with this, and you know, they're I mean, they're going to track it down. Um, you can't I, I just feel like there's not a way to get away with this there's a paper trail somewhere or a computer trail well i feel like my securities is a little better and that's a slew of mayonnaise jars uh some some holes in the backyard and a whole bunch of bang 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 bangs exactly and me uh so that's my securities <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh when you got to bowser playing mario oh well this is gonna be it's gonna be a little more difficult than dealing with those turtles I was going to tell a story about uh, uh, Donald Trump's great senior tour championship at his golf tournament. We don't do politics here. Okay. So I'll just give you the uh, highlight. Earlier this week, he said, I am the new senior champion at my golf course. Well, today there's a story that said, well, that's all well and good, except you didn't play in the first round because you were in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So that story kind of... But, who's shocked? But we don't do politics here, so I'm not going to do that. Who's shocked? They have announced this. I'm the best this golfer. I'm a huge, beautiful golfer. Huge golfer. Never, everything. Never slice. <laughs> never been over par. Uh, <laughs> they have announced the singers for the Super Bowl, and I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm pretty intrigued. So we already knew Rihanna was doing the halftime show. Yes, and I can't well, wait. Yes, Tank, I we can't wait. Yeah, take that. It takes way more invested in that than I am. That even I am in the game. Do you do you do you remember J Lo Shakira? Uh, yes. And my expectation this for this is at least five steps below that. No, not a chance.
Country music star Chris Stapleton will sing the national anthem and babyface is performing America the Beautiful. One I get, the other I Oh, I totally don't. I totally get both. Really? If, if Jeremy Green was in charge of booking the Super Bowl festivities, I'm not sure that you didn't hit two of the three that I would have picked. Is Chris it- Stapleton doing the national anthem? A no doubt. That's the one. The I get. only way that I would have done anything different because I love Babyface too. The only way I would have done anything different here is I'd have had Luke Combs playing the uh, halftime show. Mm-hmm. That would have been the only change that Jeremy had. Other than that, we're good. And as the gambler of this here program, take the over on whatever they put on Chris Stapleton. I don't care if it's the biggest number in the history of the national anthem. Over. I love the guy. There is no shot that this doesn't go three full minutes. That's a very long. There is no shot. Somebody that's got that level of voice singing the national anthem, this is not going to be Carl Lewis. No. Red Bat on Thursday. (laughs) You're not getting any of that. I, no, I, I completely get the Chris Stapleton. By the way, it's really it's, easy to do Carl Lewis when your voice is completely shot. It's babyface that I don't understand. But, but for why do you not get that? How is he How is he relevant? Who said he was relevant? Nobody said he was relevant today. This but, is but channeling be, back to it? people from the 90s. This this is like, so you got Chris Stapleton that's super relevant right now. Okay. You got Rihanna that's super relevant right now. And then you hearken back to days gone by. Absolutely, it's a home run. Well, then we should get Michael Bolton or something. like nobody. It, it makes nobody as much is, sense as babyface to me. Oh, uh, in the comments, please explain to him why Michael Bolton makes no sense. Michael Bolton doesn't even look like the same person anymore. <laughs> I just is babyface even still making music? Um, I think he's producing things more than he's actually actively making, and I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. It just seemed odd to me. I saw Babyface and I went, well, okay. So let's just have uh, Blackstreet do the halftime show. I would be in for that as well, by the way. (laughs) And the remaining members of TLC can beatbox the national anthem. Uh, I'm in for that as well. (laughs) Yep. All right. So I have to ask because now I'm really curious. If you had your dream halftime show, who would it be? Oh dream any per any act and i mean i feel like they have to be alive i think that's well that would that would help sure i mean i feel like you can't give me i mean my dream halftime show this is that's exactly see the way you see how he just said that that's exactly why i asked this question i'm I'm going full metalhead concert like i want to like like ozzy osbourne no no i'm not going old school i would probably go like five finger death punch something something relevant what i mean i like five finger death punch Uh i don't necessarily know that that is nationally relevant but okay that's fine i did all the other stuff that i would eat I, w- I wouldn't even put it out there because i know it's so far off the off the map for people oh you know what jonathan welch got this right what did he say there, there's there, there's a really easy answer here what it's creed play oh, stop show. It. let's go stop let's it. go can you take me higher let's go i'd rather have metallica play 
Oh, Creed's better than Metallica. It's not even close. That's you're not insane. even debatable. You're insane. Did you see that Scott Stapp is playing uh, Frank Sinatra in a biopic about Ronald Reagan's life? No, he's not. Those are words that I got sent that in a tweet, and I, I responded with, I, I know every one of those words. And now that you have put them in this order, that's probably my favorite tweet of all time. And it's also led to so many questions. It's coming out next year. But for why? Yeah, it's uh, I can't remember who it is that's playing Reagan. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. I was I, I was thinking Randy Quaid, and I went, nope, that's the crazy one. Dennis Quaid is the one that. Oh, and the, this has been in the works for a while. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I just I just googled it, and it brought up a story from December of 2020 that Scott Stapp had been. How yep. did, Scott first, Stapp how has did been, we miss this? And two, but I have for no, why? I have no idea. I just want to know how there was a movie production meeting, and somebody looked at somebody else and went. Okay, I got an idea, and it's going to sound a little crazy when I say it, but take the journey with me. We're going to do a movie about Ronald Reagan that was a politician, and and in it, we're going to have a slew of guest appearances from celebrities of the time, and to play Frank, Frank Sinatra, Scott Stapp. Who's Scott Stapp? The crazy guy from Creed. And a whole room of people went, let's do it i mean let's do it i think it's a great idea and then they saw side by side pictures and went oh how are we supposed I to make it. scott stapp look like frank sinatra uh, how good are the makeup people he actually does the story that i picked up here has got a split screen half of it is frank sinatra's face half of it is scott stapp's face it's actually not that far off yeah and you know what uh frank sinatra one of the greatest lyricists of all time scott stapp one of the greatest lyricists of all time and no big deal weird i get it I get it. Makes sense. Just works. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to be doing the future power rankings. So this is for the next five years. What your NFL? Where where does your NFL team rank? And this is an analytical formula. Yeah, Jeremy worked his little uh, his little formula here that ranks all of the teams by their rosters by their coaching staff, by their front offices. And the front office is the last 10 years. Uh, th- that's not my formula. ESPN did a a breakdown of where every team in the NFL ranked drafting over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. There's no opinion in that. Okay. There is also no opinion in draft capital for this draft. Yes, draft capital factors into it and your quarterback situation factors in. Where does your team rank right now? As far as your quarterback goes. And so the quarterback side of this is really the most variable part. The coaches, there are five openings in the NFL. So the teams that don't have a coach, we we put you at 22. Because historically, 70% of coaching hires do not work out within four years. So that would put you somewhere in the Arthur Smith range. So that's the number we just universally gave you. Okay. If, If Denver gets Sean Payton, obviously theirs would be propped up. But I, I ran all of those simulations as well, and I can tell you what each one would do to each team. So he's gone through, he's totaled all of these up, came up with the with the the, the averages or whatever the, the the point totals, and it's like golf: lowest score ranks you highest, right? Uh, and one team is twenty four points below every other team in the NFL. Below them, 
Yes. Like worst team unequivocally. No, no, no best team. Oh, best team. Worst team. It's just like golf. Lowest score wins. Ah. So they are 23 points clear of every other team in the NFL. Wow. Because they have an all-timer head coach, they have a great quarterback, and they draft historically well. Mm-hmm. So we've ranked them all 1 through 32, and over the next two hours we are going to bring you the next five years power rankings of the NFL. And there are some that I just I, – I, I mean – Okay, fine. The metrics say so, but I'm not buying this team as a Super Bowl contender or, on the flip side, as one of the worst teams over the next five years in the NFL. But it's what the numbers say. It's what the rankings say. And we'll give you the uh, next five years power rankings coming up after the top of the hour. Uh, Tank did not like where his team comes in. I was fine with where my team came in. Uh, And if you've ever thought Because, actually, I had them lower on my ranking then they came out in the analytical ranking and if you ever think that jeremy does not abide by his own rule of hashtag no homer my team gets said way earlier than you would think and there's a reason and we'll tell you what that is that's right you are in the sportocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 where does your team come in do you hate the rankings? Do you like the rankings? Should there be more categories added to it? You can hit us up in the YouTube comments. Just go to the sportsocracy.com. Click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And you can throw your comment for has there ever been a better casting job in the history of movies than Creed frontman Scott Stapp to play Frank Sinatra because I would vote no. Yes, Tank Spencer as soccer goalie. That was That was better. Would have been better as kid who peed his pants on the bus at Billy Madison, but uh, we, we've been over that. Sure. We will take a quick break, and then when we come back, Jeremy have his bangers for the night. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. 
Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Coffee's the closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the money. I'm Jeremy Green, and this is Green on Green, as always, brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Last night, I finally won more than two games, three and two. And here's a phrase that I never thought I'd say out loud. Duke got hosed by the officials last night. 13.4 seconds to go. Duke forward Kyle Filipowski takes an inadvertent throat punch on a celebration from Michael Collins Jr., Well, here's the thing. I don't care if you meant to do it or not. You still punch somebody in the throat. At the very least, it's a flagrant one, probably a flagrant two, and that's the first time I've ever seen Duke get hosed by officials. Enough complaining. On to the games tonight. Clemson is a a 10.5-point favorite against Georgia Tech. What number do you really need here? Georgia Tech is 1-4 against the spread in their last five on the road. This Georgia Tech team is horror-awful, and Clemson is borderline impossible to beat at home. Give me the Tigers, minus 10.5. Busy slate in college basketball? That's the only number I really like. On to the pros. The Chicago Bulls are a one-point favorite tonight at home against the Indiana Pacers. Chicago 7-2 against the spread in their last nine, and Indiana still doesn't have Tyrese Halliburton, which means they're horror-awful and unwatchable. Don't watch this game. Just throw a DeBlune or two, minus the one on the Bulls. They'll cover easily. And finally, my favorite pick of the night, the Dallas Mavericks are a a 7.5-point favorite tonight, over under 226.5. Fresh off trading one of their only volume scorers, Rui Hachimura, to the Los Angeles Lakers, the Wizards travel to Dallas, and well, they're really bad on the road. And when I say really bad, I mean really bad. So I'm taking Dallas minus the seven and a half. That part's easy. The weird part is this over-under feels aggressively low to me with two teams that play fast. Oh, yeah, and neither one of them rebounds well, which means you'll see a lot of second-chance points. You'll see a lot of easy baskets. Give me the over 226 and a half. For more, follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, Green on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me, Mullet Out. Go and do likewise, gents. The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome into the sportsocracy. CSPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy always heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yes, you can take us with you everywhere you go for absolutely free. Just download the iHeartRadio app on your on your smartphone. Take us with you everywhere you go. And if you get a, you know, you get a new or a certified pre-owned car from Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, you'll you'll have the nice little Bluetooth set up in the car like I do now. You can listen to iHeartRadio everywhere you go. 
You can also see us everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel. You can join us in the chat. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, and you go, well, there are only four teams left in the playoffs. So you're, are we really doing a power ranking of four teams? No, no. This week, we are doing the Futures Power Rankings. Over the next five years, where does your NFL team come in? Jeremy's got the uh, the the algorithm. He's worked all the numbers. Lowest score wins. When you take into the account the ranking of your franchise when it comes to the roster, the coaching staff, the front office, draft capital this year, and your quarterback, all that factored in, who's got the best outlook for the next five years? Just like all the usual power rankings, we will start at the bottom. At we're number, like Drake. We started from the bottom. Now we're here at number thirty-two. The Denver Broncos. Yeah, the Denver Broncos. Who? Well, I mean, the quarterback situation it didn't really go the way they wanted it to this year. Russell Wilson taking a step back. They don't have a head coach right now. How did you do that? How how did how did you give a score for teams that don't have a head coach? So the. As I went down the list, there were a handful of coaches that I went, you're you're not good at this. Dennis Allen. And so they got a lower grade. Mm-hmm. But all of the teams that did not have a coach got a 22. Okay. There's 32 teams in the league. Statistically speaking, about 70% of head coaching hires do not work out within four years. So that just seemed like the fairest way to do it. Now, with Denver, if you were to hire Sean Payton, you would go from 32 to about 25. Because, yes, Sean Payton does fix some things. Because, obviously, having a head coach is a really big deal. The thing he doesn't fix is that you are tied to, let's ride! And you don't have any money. You have... uh, I mean, I think the roster is okay. It's nothing to really write home about. I would say it's a pretty good young roster. Yeah, but then you get into the... You gave up the number five pick in the draft. I mean, if you had that and you had those things to build around, you'll see how important that is really soon. Mm-hmm. Then I would feel better. But, okay, so you hire Sean Payton. What is he, What exactly is he supposed to do in a year? I mean, yeah, he makes the offense better. All right, I, I, I get that. Are you going to go from the worst offense in NFL history to top 10? No, because but I'm going to say no. But I don't need to. No, you do because you play in a conference or you play in a division with Justin Herbert and Pat Mahomes. To win a Super Bowl, sure, but to be a relevant team again, the only team, that, the only thing this team has to do is score an average of what twenty two points a game. You oh. score twenty two points a game, and your defense isn't going to give up much. And that's a and see to me that's a that, that's one of those you're making the stats say what you want them to, because you played a very bad schedule outside of the division this year, so. I, I mean, look, I like some of the defense. I think some of that was a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Because you got to understand, when teams realize you can't score, they're not going to come out and go high-flying on you. They're going to take their best Don't shots Don't turn off the, table. the ball all over. That's it. That's all you can do. So, I think that's a little misleading. When you have that much money committed to a quarterback, and I don't know what he is, I mean, where would you put – and I was trying to be as nice here as I possibly could – where would you put Russell Wilson among quarterbacks in the NFL? 15-ish? Yeah, that's too high for me. 15's Dak Prescott, just so you know. Who would you rather have, Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott? Because for me, it's not close. Mm-hmm. 
I had him at 22. Seems low, but I get it. I mean, it was a historically bad year this year. <laughs> Jack in our YouTube comments said 43rd. 43rd. I think you're probably closer than either one of us. I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that I'm not to the Russ is completely cooked stage. It was a bad year. You had a bad head coach. Historically bad. Mm-hmm. I get it. Historically bad for a middle-aged quarterback. They don't, that, that I long said, I mean, if you remember, I didn't say this year was going to be this bad. I said this deal is going to age poorly because I don't think Russ is going to age well. Mm-hmm. Well, you just took the youngest year off the deal, and you were horror-awful, which is apparently the word of the day. Right. Yes, so, absolutely. So that, that kind of makes me think this is not good. All right, all right. Denver Broncos coming in at number 32. Number 31. The New Orleans Saints. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the defense is so good. Not this year, one. I mean, how many teams in the NFL have less cap space than the New Orleans Saints? None. Uh, it's one. Your team. Really? They passed us? Yeah. God, they were like they were like negative fifty million. Yeah, they still are. You're just fifty five. Oh, wonderful. Oh yeah. It, that's without a quarterback, by the way. You're in good shape. Don't worry. We don't have to wait long for your team no, to be announced here. No, you don't. You would have already heard it if it was on my list. Yes, they were thirty two on my list. And, and the problem with New Orleans is they fall into the same boat. Uh, they're in the like the exact opposite boat of Denver. I feel like the talent on the roster is okay. I don't know how you're going to get a quarterback because you have no money. Mm-hmm. You have no draft capital. So the best case scenario, and, and trust me, I played this out, is that New Orleans just tanks into the ocean next year and they're 2-15 and 15 and you wind up in play for Caleb Williams, Quinn Ewers, Drake May, and even then that takes you halfway through this exercise before they're – high-level NFL competitive. Mm-hmm. And by then, I don't know who the coach is going to be. I don't I know where anything you gotta, is. you got to fix the coach. Now you you're so projecting so yeah. far down that you might as well be throwing darts at a board. Right. And that gets difficult. Because who's going to be left? We know Chris Olave is going to be left, but uh, will Alvin Kamara still be on this roster in two to three years? Uh, there's, there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, and you have a lot of expensive pieces at less than pivotal places. Uh, Jack in the YouTube comments asked, how would I have fixed the, the quarterback room for the Saints? I can tell you that really honestly. I'd have drafted Sam Howell last year. I, I'll, do you not think you'd feel better right now? Do you not think Washington mm-hmm. feels better right now? Mm-hmm. As you at least have hope. And it's it's rare that those happen. It, it is not often that, the, to me, the best quarterback in the class goes in the fifth round. you got to take those opportunities when they come along. I mean, that's Ron Wolf value-based drafting at the to the highest degree. But now you're at the mercy of a team that has a, a young guy or uh, trying to take a shot at a at an Anthony Richardson or a Jaron Hall or somebody like that. And you, you talk about low-accuracy propositions. Still better than Ian Book. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, you want me to tell you how to really fix it? Stop wasting uh, second-day picks on Ian Book. <laughs> that would help. At number 30. Fire them cannons. By, by golly, golly, put more powder in them things. Oh, I am going to miss Gene Deckerhoff, but we'll always have the You know what you're bite. really going to miss? Winning. Because you're not going to do it for a real, real, real long time. And I'm, you know, been there, done that. The only thing that gives you slightly more hope than the two below you have 
you have pieces that are auctionable. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay could just put a yard sale sign in the front yard and go uh, make your best offer. And we have more draft capital. You do, you do the New Orleans because they gave up theirs this year. Mm-hmm. And Denver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. At least you, at least you've got the first round draft pick that you can use on a quarterback if you, if you feel that is the need. I would prefer not to. I would go ahead and just blow it up get what you can get out of this team let's move on let's draft high next year get a quarterback you don't even have to be the worst team i don't need caleb williams no no no. i need to be the worst team uh, and and trust me as we go down this process you'll see how important that is because the two teams that received those two picks uh the the one from the saints and the one from the broncos and the one from the rams they're way higher on this list than you would think mm-hmm and it's because they have control and they can do whatever they want. Right. Number 29. The Green Bay Packers. Now, is this assuming Aaron Rodgers does not return? Yes. Now, I did not put Aaron Rodgers anywhere. And to me, there are two landing spots. And when we get to those teams, I will tell you how big of a difference Aaron Rodgers would make. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Of course. But with Green Bay, I'm having to assume that you're going into this with Jordan Love, which then I I have to take all of your other assets and go, this makes every one of them lesser. Mm -hmm. Now Aaron Jones is less valuable. Now A.J. Dillon is less valuable. Christian Watson is less valuable. Because I have no belief in Jordan Love whatsoever. And and you can keep throwing me the lip service of, he's ready to take over. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. I don't believe you, and you know what makes me not believe you? Because I have eyes, and I've seen him play, and it's not good. And without Aaron Rodgers, you're in for three years really, really ugly. A, the cap hit is going to hurt. But I will tell you a story about the Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. If they trade Aaron Rodgers for what the story is out today they're looking for, it would boost them into the low 20s because it's two ones. Okay. I don't think anybody's going to give you that. I think it's it's baby with the bathwater. You you get close to what because if you remember when they traded Brett Favre to the Jets, it was a conditional four that could have become a one. My thought is that if they trade Rodgers, it would be a no doubt one this year. Yes. Uh, so twelve from the Titans, thirteen from the Jets, and then that conditional four that can become a one because you're going to have to protect yourself mm-hmm. because there is absolutely nothing that would keep Aaron Rodgers from going, yeah, you know what, I don't, I don't. So I'm getting, not so only. It's, so it's an if he's still on the roster, if we make the playoffs, yes. if all these escalators. Because what you have to remember is that anybody that would take him on is also taking on that headache that you're getting rid of. Mm-hmm. This almost becomes like an NBA deal where I'm getting 40% of the value because I'm giving you my headache. And that's what leads to Green Bay being here. They're They're very volatile. Very volatile. I see. I see no problems with this. Because here's the thing: you turn this over to Jordan Love, I give it two years max. Two years max, and then you're going to have to blow everything up. No more Aaron Jones. No more AJ Dillon. No more. Well, I'm big not sure you're not going to have defense. to. I'm not sure you're not going to do that anyway. 
Because Green Bay is one year removed from the salary cap hell that the New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are They right won't now. have another season like this year and and retain Matt LaFleur. I can guarantee no, you that. No, no, no. No, that's I'm looking at Green Bay going, you've got you have blippier written all over you. And the fact that there has been a new news story out about Aaron Rodgers every single day. Who wants you to know that? Aaron goes on the Pat McAfee show every week. Mm-hmm. Whatever he wants you to know, he said it out loud. You know, that's one thing I will give Aaron Rodgers. He puts his face to it. Of this is the information I want you to have. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going on the most popular show in the country once a week. Everything else, you kinda have to read the tea leaves. And there is a very open courtship right now between Aaron Rodgers and a team in the NFL that we will get to momentarily. All right, last one in the uh, bottom five here before the break, the uh, number 28 team. This one's going to shock people. The Tennessee Titans. See my face? See how shocked I am? You are Norris Barkley at quarterback. (laughs) Yes. You are a historically bad drafting franchise. And all of your assets are allocated into bad places. You're spending a lot of money at running back. You don't really have any skill position guys. So th- this has been one of the rumors on Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. Those two, vet- first of all, Derek Carr has no trade clause. He will go where he wants, period, end of discussion. Mm-hmm. Why would anybody look at that roster and go, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do, with Robert Woods and Traylon Burks? Th- there's a lot of work to be done. Now, I-, I do like how they have built out the the front office. I think there is hope there. But I kind of need to see your direction because outside of head coach, you don't really have a a positive in any of these five categories. That's why you're so low. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had Aaron Rodgers, they would get into the back teens. Now the roster's got some major questions. Obviously, a quarterback, Derrick Henry's getting older and just you know a uh, a stone's throw away from the end of his career. Because let's be honest, you know thirty year thirty plus year old running backs, especially big physical ones, don't tend to age well. Yeah, you got a lot to do. You got a lot to do as the Tennessee Titans. So there's your bottom five Tennessee Titans, Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints, and the Denver Broncos. According to the algorithms, or the algorithm, projected to be the worst five teams over the next five years in the NFL. We'll keep working our way up to number one next. Welcome to Harvest Farms where the best organic or natural products are waiting for you, where the fields are filled with flavorful delights, and every bite is backed with the highest quality and attention. This is a place of affordable organic adventure, where freshness reigns supreme, that can only be found at Ingalls. Harvest Farms Organics. You'll love what's inside. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. The ceiling is the root. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. Over the next five years, how is your NFL team set up for success? It is the 
Look ahead power rankings, the future power rankings here on a Power Ranking Tuesday in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. So ranking the roster, coach, quarterback, front office, and the draft capital that your team has for this year, who has the best outlook for the future. We're working our way up to the top. We left off at number 28 with the Tennessee Titans. I know that sounds crazy that they've been a team, well, they were the number one seed in the AFC playoffs last year, and this year, well, at the end of the season didn't go their way, and they missed out on the playoffs. But well, you're just very you're, you're very unsettled at quarterback. Uh, it, your your new GM has no track record as a drafter, so I, I really have to go off what you've done over the last few years, and that's not been historically good. Mm-hmm. Now, Tennessee is one, depending on what you do at quarterback, they can buoy a lot. Much like the next two teams. At number 27. The Carolina Panthers. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold at quarterback. And that's the thing about Carolina. You can do a lot of things that can move you a lot because this division is awful. Mm-hmm. So if you, let's say you hire Sean Payton, let's say you bring in, I don't know who quarterback because none of the veterans really make any sense. There's a lot of variable with Carolina and that's what pushes them down so far. I have a feeling they will be much higher going into next year, much like the next team that we're going to talk about, but you have got a lot of open questions right now. And there are a lot of weird things that can happen with that team. The Carolina Panthers have uh, just finished their interview uh, process with Sean Payton, by the way. So I guess there's still a chance. Uh, and Kevin Vick asked us a, a, a good question in the chat. Atlanta ahead of us don't know about that. There's one difference. They have a coach. You don't. Mm-hmm. The minute you hire a coach, depending on who it is, you could because they're directly in front of you. Yeah. They're not next, but they're not far away either. No. All the, all the NFC South teams are in a bad spot right now. There's a lot of flux in that in that division. I and, think and whoever I, makes the run, because somebody is going to go all in, and I think it's Carolina. It, it needs I to think be. that's why this coaching search is taking so long, mm-hmm. and they've gone so many different directions. They're looking for that guy that comes in and just blows the interview out of the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hearing that guy is Mike Kafka. Uh, Mike Kafka, for those of you that missed it the first time I said it, he's going to get a job somewhere. Just question where. Mm-hmm. He is every team that has talked to him is putting it, letting it be well known. That guy is going to be a rock star. I will not be shocked to see the Carolina Panthers do take the biggest swings possible. David Tepper, for all his uh, faults that are there clearly as an owner in the NFL, he's a young owner. He's learning. Yes. He's learning the process. And I get that, you know, he had the the history with Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is not a franchise that takes big shots. But I think David is. I think Mr. Tepper is looking at this going, I got a shot. Tampa Bay's in turmoil. New Orleans is in turmoil. Atlanta doesn't really know what they are. Well, and that's the thing is you look at Atlanta and New uh, or uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans, they're in a bind because they went all in. You know what that's going to lead to. We've seen it mm-hmm. too many times. You're going to have a talent deficiency for two years. So Atlanta and Carolina, I feel like, have a, they're, they're two that could fluctuate a lot as well. Because depending on where you go, this is not a rebuild. Atlanta has the, the, the foundation. You just need a quarterback. And I, 
I don't really care who the, I've heard everybody from Justin Fields to Lamar Jackson. Any of those guys, that's an all-in chips of uh, chips to the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. Carolina, if they go hire Sean Payton, that's an all-in chips to the middle of the table. We're going to dominate this division for three yes. years. Yes. And one of you is going to do it. We just had to figure out who. Go get the quarterback. Go get the head coach. David Tepper takes the biggest swings in the offseason. That's my prediction. And the Carolina Panthers, you know, we've been warning you it's coming for the last two years. When Tom Brady leaves this division, the Carolina Panthers will rule the roost. And I don't believe that's any different today than it was two years ago when we said it. Nope. At number 27. The New York Jets. The New York Jets. Excuse me, 26. The New York Jets. This is terribly low. All right, so here's something that I in my I, I didn't when I put this algorithm together, I didn't realize that it basically had a fail-safe filter on it of do you historically boo-boo kitty things? Mm-hmm. Because the Jets do, and there's a couple other teams here that are in the same boat. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really take into effect Joe Douglas. He's only been here three years. So he's having seven years of just horribly terrible, awful drafts held against him. That moves this a little bit, but it also speaks to the franchise. Be honest with yourself. And and this is where Jeremy goes full hashtag no homer. The Jets desperately need a quarterback. Yes. How long have we been saying that? Since 1972. There's a few years in there. The Chad Pennington years, a couple years of Vinny Testaverde, a couple years of Mark Sanchez, a couple years of Richard Todd. Since 19, A couple years of Ken O'Brien. No, all those guys <laughs> had years where they were – serviceable to good NFL quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. In terms of your for the long haul, when was the last time you even felt good? And now you have that whole again, two years after you took a kid at two. If you bring in Aaron Rodgers, that's a known quantity. I, I was really hot on Derek Carr until I realized, do you know what his record is in games that are below 40 degrees when they kick off? Three and 14. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, uh, mm, 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 um, that's Aaron Rodgers' record. That's Derek Carr's oh, Derek record. Carr's record in, in games that at kickoff it's below 40 degrees. That makes me nervous, and I, I don't feel like you have to hit a home run here because it's a very talented roster. You had one really good draft that I think gave you four starters for the long haul. You're also killed against the cap because you have spent aggressively for years, and so there's a lot of flux in that roster too. C.J. Mosley's one of your only pro bowlers. He may not be back. Because there's, there's a possibility that you can't afford him, mm-hmm. especially if you go chasing Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So that's a team with a lot of flux that, depending on what you do at quarterback, it can move a lot. But for me to sit here and and with a, a clear conscience say, I feel really good that they're going to get this right, I got 50 years of evidence that say I'm probably not right there. I get it. I get it. But I also look at this roster and go, you have so many, so many young pieces that are, and this past draft was so good that I feel like you got to be higher than this on the list, but I get it. Go back to 2012, look at the last roster that Rex Ryan had and realize how quick that crashed into the ocean too. Mm -hmm. Wrong franchise can crash great talent quick. That's very true. Very true. All right, so the New York Jets come in at number 26, number 25. The Arizona Cardinals. I'm shocked that, that, that it worked out that they're ahead of your Jets. Because they have quarterback. 
I didn't say he was a great quarterback. You know what he's better than? Mike White and Joe Falco Mark and Chris Strevler. Mark the tape. It's the first time he's ever talked bad about Mike White. Well, I mean, Mike White's made of popsicle sticks. All right, you started for us three times. You got hurt three times. I love you to death. I have one of those sweet Mike White shirts too, but I can't really count on you. Look, I, I and I'll and I'll use these two because this is I, I think this is where you start to see what a known quantity versus well, it could be blank blankety blank. The Jets have been historically bad in terms of roster talent. Where would you have the Jets? Talent of roster in the league. 14? I had them 11. Okay. Uh, that's how bad the front office has been. And I don't know what Robert Sala is. But before Joe Douglas again. And, and, and some get- of it's Joe Douglas. Look, Joe Douglas has missed some too. All right. His first draft. You know how many players are still left on the roster? It's three. That was three years ago. And one of them's Denzel Mims, who's got one foot on a banana peel and one foot in a grave. Right. So it's not infallible. Ashton Davis or whoever. The- Ashton Davis and Mackay Beckham. Yeah. That's the only two left on the roster. So you look at Arizona and go, you've got a quarterback and you've got receiver talent. And I know they're planning on trading DeAndre Hopkins. I, I get that. You still have talent, but you have a disaster of a front office. And at the end of the day, all of those things steer in the same direction. If the front office is bad, you're probably not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. If, the, if you've got the wrong coach, if you've got the wrong quarterback, and that's what every team down here has, you're all missing one of those things. Right. See, that's where I look at the, I look at the difference between your team and the Arizona Cardinals and go, yeah, but you look at the nucleus of that team and they all, they are, they're all steering in the same direction. Arizona's not the same way. I mean, you've got a full-on mutiny happening down there with DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. apparently just wanting to be done with all of this, wanting out. Or and it's a lot either of that, that was Cliff Kingsbury. Or, it's either that or it's the front office wants him gone. Go back and watch the hard knocks thing with with Arizona. You'll quickly go. They had it was a full-on mutiny against Cliff mm-hmm. Kingsbury. There's a reason he's in Thailand right now, and it's because he was probably afraid of how much of this was actually going to come out. Right. It was exponentially worse than I even, even I thought. They don't have to hit a home run with the coach. They need a competent coach. And I, I, I don't think it's Sean Payton, but it could be. I, I'm I'm really curious how the, the structure works. The ownership group in the front office is what kills Arizona. Mm-hmm. They've got talent on this team. But you see a lot of it like Hassan Reddick, who looks like a complete bust, goes to Carolina for a year, then goes to Philadelphia, and he's a pro bowler. Uh, that's because your entire front office is a train wreck. They identified the talent. You didn't know what to do with it. You're in the sportsocracy, and it's ESPN Asheville. We'll pick up with number 23 in the future power rankings of the NFL next. This is your Exergen Temporal Scanner weather forecast on ESPN Asheville. Next weather maker bringing half-inch rains to Asheville tomorrow and some gusty winds. There's some high wind warnings up for some of the mountain peaks to our west for tonight and Wednesday morning. 35 degrees in the valley tonight, increasing clouds. Half-inch rains Wednesday morning, mainly high 55 and breezy south winds. Then turning colder again for Thursday, high 40, low Thursday night, 24. I'm meteorologist Scott Laurie Moore. That's the latest Weather Channel forecast. 
Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. We'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Future power rankings over the next five years. Where does each and every NFL team, well, and where, where is there hope and where is there not so much hope? We've already been through a lot of the not so much hopes, working our way from 32 up to number one, which number one is number one by a, a good stretch. By one U.S. billion D. <laughs> We're up to number 24. And number 24 is? The Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is the NFC South team that does have a coach. And this is also the highest ranked of all four. Where does their roster rank? Atlanta is at number 27. Okay. I get. I can get down with that. They have a coach that I believe in. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that actually caught me the most off guard was how good their front office has been at finding guys late. Okay. Their wins above replacement were pretty good. And now that's buoyed by an AJ Terrell. It's buoyed by a foyer Aluakon who you let walk out the door, but see, there's no way to punish you for that. Mm-hmm. You drafted him, you brought him in, and then he left. You did let him leave. And he goes, Jacksonville is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You don't really get dinged for that. It's more how good are you at getting talent in the building. Right. Uh, look, the, the offensive line was shockingly good this year. You went down all the metrics. With the right quarterback, Atlanta could be good in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And If the offensive line plays like that again. I, I, I mean, I, the, these guys have been on the roster for like seven years together. It's a, it's and- a completely different scheme. That's you you got to realize there are players in the NFL that have looked like they didn't belong in this league. Then they wind up wind up in the right system, system. Yeah, and now all of a sudden they're borderline all pro. That matters a lot. That is the reason we talk about arm size and we talk about squat and we talk about reaching and all these different things with offensive linemen. In some systems, that really matters. In some, it doesn't matter at all. So Atlanta, I feel like has. And that's I kind of prop up Arthur Smith for that too. Of you're getting the most out of what I don't find to be a very a very good talented roster, mm-hmm. but you're getting a lot more out of them than people have in the past. Right. Got some good young pieces on that Atlanta offense and the defense. Well, I mean, you have an AJ Terrell on defense. Other than that, who is their number two? Who's the number two guy on defense for Atlanta? Arnold Epikati, I think. Okay. I think he was the second highest rated player on the defense. Okay. And you've got well, a Troy Anderson that was lightly used. I mean, look, there are young pick, players man. that you, you're doing, you're building a roster. Mm-hmm. You're just a ways away. Number 23. The Chicago Bears. I don't think anybody should really be shocked by this. I mean, if if you are, you would, po- you would probably go, well, I mean, their draft capital's got to be at the top. They got number Two. one. They're number two. They would be number one if they didn't trade away a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. They have the number one pick in the draft, but then they don't pick again until 54. So, if, running the simulation, if they take Bryce Young one, 
they jump up to like 16 because of what they would get for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. If they keep Justin Fields, they actually drop two spots. That's why I keep saying that. Of you have an asset that's that, that's ballooned up right now in value. Yep. I don't care how much Bryce Young weighs. Don't care. The amount of things you can do with the two extra years, you better think Justin Fields is light years ahead of him, because that's how. And exercises like this kind of show you that. Mm-hmm. It becomes at some point like um, it sounds crass to say it in this manner, but lack of a better term, it's a. It's a disposable asset right now. That's what Justin Fields is. Well, right now, you, your two biggest assets are pieces that overlap each other. So, I mean, yes, it helps that you have both of them. It's just a question of where do you where do you go because they shouldn't live together. Yeah, like You shouldn't take Will Anderson at one. That doesn't make any sense. And if you trade down with Houston, well, then all you did was just bump Houston's draft capital up. I get it. I totally get it. Chicago doesn't have much other than that, though. Well, I mean, you could get a King's Ransom for one, and I think you could get quite a lot for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And they're not as bereft of talent as, as everybody wants to make them out to be. Number 22. The Las Vegas Raiders. Well, uh, obviously, Coach doesn't rank very highly. No, you. sir. Uh, front office can't really rank highly for you no sir oh 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 you want me to tell you another fun thing that uh, there was no way for me to quantifiably say this uh you you remember you remember when i said there was a team in the top 10 that's in love with anthony richardson mm-hmm. <laughs> you just take that you write on a little note put it on a cork board and just remember i said it las vegas raiders do they walk into the draft going anthony richardson and uh, that's it dave ziggler was at uh, the I think it was the Tennessee game okay. where Anthony Richardson threw for 11 jillion yards. And apparently that's just stuck in his head. Yikes. So hold on, Raiders fans. It could get worse before it gets better is what you're saying. I thought the Derek Carr thing was laugh- laughably stupid. And if they decide Anthony Richardson is the answer, it's as it's even more laughably stupid than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of Derek Carr. I keep telling you somebody's going to do it. Now I think the more likely scenario is they chase Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. His little response on his podcast didn't make me feel warm and fuzzy about. <laughs> so I couldn't. I, I yeah. couldn't even hypothesize that. Oh yeah, Jim Gray asked him what. Hey, so what do you what are you thinking? He started dropping f bombs, and I, I will, I will decide when I f and decide. Well, okay, Tom. Geez, if I decided, I'd already done it. Jeez, well, thanks, Tom. Wow, back to so you in the touchy. studio, Bill. So touchy on the subject. Oh uh, yeah, now that he's not your quarterback. You can see that he's about as likable as a, a hemorrhoid. And it's the same. I mean, it's but it's the same thing. And and it's just like Jim Gray said. You had to know I was going to ask the question. Why are you so prickly? They're business partners. Yeah. And Tom, did you really think I wasn't going to ask you that question? I mean, you seriously can't be that stupid. No. And yet. And yet. And yet, here we are. So number 22 is the Las Vegas Raiders. Take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get to number 21 
on the list. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Future power rankings in the NFL over the next five years, um, according to the rankings of coach, roster, quarterback, front office, and draft capital this year, how much hope does your team have for the future? We're up to number 21. The Cleveland Browns. Let's go, Brownies. To me, this this feels low, but you also have to take into account it is the Cleveland Browns. You also have to take into account that you're one more bad year from a complete overhaul from the top down. Yes. And I mean, then, except for your quarterback because you're stuck there. Yeah, you're stuck with the quarterback. Uh, I, I don't necessarily feel like – I feel like Cleveland can have a big bounce back. The problem is that I look around your division and go, which one of those three teams are you actually better than? Because it, it's surely not Cincinnati. And no. I don't think even the most delusional fan could could tell me that. No. Pittsburgh's more consistent than you with a better front office that drafts better than you. Mm-hmm. And so is Baltimore. So that has to factor in. Yes. I would take with a bounce back year with Deshaun Watson, this team can be better. Can be better, better than, than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. They can be better than Baltimore, but that's also factoring in the usual baltimore script that we've seen over the last few years that by mid-season they're dead injury wise and you could see cleveland sneak it up into that second spot look cleveland's a they're a talented team the defense atrophied to an unbelievable spot this year yes so the roster's not quite as good as people think it is but you're very good at quarterback Mm -hmm. which is the reason you're up here and you really start a run of teams that Okay, you round this roster off, and you could be 10 spots higher before the season starts, and it wouldn't shock me in the least. Does the next team fall into that category, though? Number 20. All right, there's one, and then we start. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Number- the Houston Texans. <laughs> yeah, because it's not them. It's not that. I mean, you you do look, they got the opportunity to add some more good young pieces through the draft. I mean, they have two t- picks in the top 12. So you that can help. Do, they're number one in the league in draft capital. Right. So you can do a lot with that. But will you? Well, I mean, if I'm using last year, uh, I mean, we talk about how many home runs the Jets hit and how many home runs the Seahawks hit. If you take away Kenyon Green, 
you hit one with three of your first four picks. Yeah. Because Derek Stingley was one. Yep. Jalen Petrie was one. Yep. Damian, Damian Pierce, Pierce was one. Yep. So that's that that tells me that the team with the most draft capital, well, the last last time you did that, which was last year, you did pretty well with it. Mm-hmm. So I mean you need a quarterback, obviously. Yes. And, and you need weapons and you need talent. The good thing is you're sitting at two. You're sitting at two with a in a draft that I'm not so sure anybody's gonna I'm not sure it's anybody's gonna sell the farm to get to one. Whether we, they should or not. But we know we we know or we feel like we know that it's going to be a quarterback and number two. Well, no doubt. And if it's C.J. Stroud, then I mean, it's exponentially better than what you had. Yes, the question to me comes, what about 12? What's the next piece? Uh, Quentin Johnson's the one I want. Okay. We'll so you're see going if he gets receiver. there. You know, I mean, we'll see if he gets there. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, he's a – he's a – that's a uh, – I, I, the word I'm looking for. It's an inconsistent evaluation. Mm-hmm. Some people have him in the top five. Some people don't have him in the top 25. Yeah. You need a weapon one way or the other. I think, you know, I feel like maybe that would be a spot for another uh, another offensive lineman. I mean, you got Laramie Tunsil, but you got to add something to that offensive line. So maybe that's a I, see, Paris Johnson or a, or a uh, Ben Skoronsky or not Ben, Peter Skoronsky. Peter Skoronsky. I mixed Ben Skoronik and... Peter Skoronsky. That's how that worked. Uh, all right. Texans at number 20. Number 19. Uh, this is the Chuck G special because he said, I thought this team would have already been called by now. It's the Indianapolis Colts. Now, uh, I mean, in the end, you do have Jonathan Taylor. You have Jonathan Taylor, and you have one of the best drafters in the NFL and Chris Ballard. In the message, repeat the line. Mm-hmm. Because other than that, there's not a lot to love. This is one of those things when we do exercises like this that I don't think under- people understand. The front office and the ownership are the two hardest things to change. Quarterbacks, fluid. Coach, super fluid. Roster can be super fluid. The other two things, just because you fire the GM, it doesn't necessarily change as much as you think. It changes the final decision maker. It doesn't change, in a lot of cases, the ones that are helping that decision maker get there. The area scouts, the the region scouts, they stay the same. There's a reason that historically good drafting teams, Philadelphia Eagles, perfect example, through four regimes, they kept drafting well. Uh, there's a reason for that. Because seven of their former employees are either GMs or assistant GMs in this league. When you cultivate talent in the front office that way, you will stay good. And Indianapolis is in that boat. Why does super fluid seem like the most millennial superhero name ever? If you're in the sportocracy at here sports, on ESPN. At Sports Tank ESPN. <laughs> Number 18. I feel like you've done more things to be hated in the last few days than I have, and that's a, that's a rare thing for me to say. Well, you know, my t- my football team's back to Suckville, so I'm a little saltier than normal. Uh, I'm the captain of Saltyville, so. <laughs> Number 18. The Minnesota Vikings. Where are you going? This is the question. You have Justin Jefferson, and that's all well and good. We still have Kirk Cousins. Hey, you got a non-Pro Bowl Pro Bowler in uh, Dalvin Cook. He just got named to the Pro Bowl team to fill in the spot for Tony Pollard, so congratulations on that. Uh, but, But where does your team go from here? I felt like they've drafted well, but apparently the critics don't agree with me. Like I've seen a lot of analysis of their last couple of drafts that I thought were really great, and apparently the analytics don't like them. It depends on 
draft grades are fun because depending on what you want them to say, they'll say whatever you want them to, especially when it comes to teams that have drafted heavily on the offensive line, mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter what you actually see. 90% of people never pay attention to it. So you can tell them Christian Darisaw is the biggest bust in the history of the league. And then it just becomes fact, whether it's true or not. That. Yeah, It's not true to any stretch of the imagination. He's had some injury issues. He's had some inconsistency issues. The good's been very good, as we told you it would mm-hmm. be. He came out of a weird system of Virginia Tech. takes time to develop. They've drafted well. The problem is, I don't know what your head coach is. I, I can't figure him out because it seems like he's really good against bad teams and he's really awful against good teams. There's a lot of fluidity in the front office, and then you get the the definition of average Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. I I don't know how you're supposed to be anywhere else. They just feel like a league average team to me. You had a, a, an above and beyond better year luck-wise than you could have ever anticipated. Absolutely. The luckiest year in NFL history. Yes. That's not a fact. Or, or that's not an opinion. That's a fact. You won 11 one-score games. Which is three more than any team in NFL history has ever won. You're the luckiest team in NFL history. Could I see a regression where they come back to 8-9? and nine? No doubt. Could I see them going 11-6? and six? I could. I just feel like the the Justin Jefferson's got to get taken care of, and that's going to be another really expensive piece. And as this team gets more expensive, you just start to atrophy, and the defense is not very good. Mm-hmm. And the last one in the bottom half of the NFL, next five years, power rankings, number 17. The Washington Commanders. Yep. And this is about where I see them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talent on this team. Mm-hmm. A lot. That's a lot of holes on this team. Yes. And a lot of it hinges on Sam Howell. And look, I've already I've already reported on this show. They are telling coordinator candidates it is a prerequisite of you getting this job that you're going into next year with Sam Howell as the quarterback. Yes. Which he was my number one number one quarterback in the class. So I like that. There is some instability. And Patrick Holt said, you know, he thought they would be higher. If Sam, if Sam Howell's the guy, you'd be in the top ten in six months. But what do you trust? Do you trust the front the office? Do you? Do you trust the coaching staff? I trust the coaching staff way more than you do. Yeah, you do. That's I, I do. Clear. I trust the coaching staff way more than you do. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's been in the league for, what, 15 years as a head coach? Sure. Yeah, there's a reason there's only four in the league that have been here longer. Do just enough not to get fired. And that's okay. Is, is that better? Fact or fiction, that's better than Kevin O'Connell. Ooh, I don't, there you I don't go. know that I agree with that. Uh, I 100% do because I know what I'm getting. Kevin O'Connell could be a disaster that's just the luckiest individual on the planet Earth, and it wouldn't Maybe. shock me at all. Maybe so. But it's a known quantity. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I feel with Washington. You're a known quantity that's a quarterback away from being a contender. You're in the sportocracy. It's ESPN Asheville, the Sports Center update. Coming up in just a few moments, we will continue with the top half of the league, the future power rankings in the NFL here on a Power Rankings Tuesday in the Sportsocracy. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. We are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app locally on 92.9 FM, 880 AM. 
And for those out in Haywood County, 1400 a.m. We are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, get into the chat. Chat's a whole lot of fun. Side conversations happening all the time about draft things and uh, you, you never know what you're going to get into in the draft or in the in the chat. Talking about creed bangers and who needs to play Frank Sinatra in the Scott uh, Sapp. We've Reagan already decided movie. that. We've already decided that. It's the greatest casting job ever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but it's not bad. It's not bad. Christian Bale is Batman. A, oh god, that's that's one. Two is Scott Stapp as Frank Sinatra. Stop that. And everybody else is just a comedy. Christian Bale's not even the best Batman. <sighs> You're just trying to anger me today, aren't you? Like, you just want me to say bad words. Come on, guys. You, everybody knows If you it's say Michael Robert Keaton. Pattinson, I'm going to fight you. Everybody knows it's Michael Keaton. I can't. I mean, I can't outwardly disagree with that. I do, but that's the only name that's acceptable that won't lead me to yell at you. If Christian Bale hadn't gone full grizzly bear with his batman voice then <laughs> where are the drugs going exactly I, I get it i i get it exactly no stop you went way too over the top well, the first the one he batman has... begins christian bale was way better than any other yeah well, here's the thing he has to hide his voice or everybody know he was bruce wayne that's kind of like <laughs> me being batman i had two people identify me sight unseen from my voice the other day so okay i get it Gotta throw the voice off. Right. Yeah. Um Patrick Holt says Keaton and Bale are one and one A. I can agree with that. That's fine. That's an acceptable take. I'm not saying I hated Christian Bale. I'm just saying he wasn't the best. As long as you don't say Robert Pattinson or George Clooney, I don't not. care. Robert Robert Pattinson is number four, and that's fine. Because Adam West is number three. And I can agree with that too. Yeah. I mean, Robert Pattinson's dead last because I don't want emo Batman. All right, <laughs> I don't want I don't want my Batman to listen to Fallout Boy. So it, I say, crest out. Yeah, young Batman was never was never into contemporary music. Is uh, that what you're saying? Not that didn't listen to Avril Lavigne. I did. I just, I refuse to believe that. No, no Nirvana. No. I mean, that was the first song in the movie. So. Yeah, I, I, the fact that you just compared Nirvana and Fallout Boy makes me. You're trying to make me mad today. Well, no, I mean you keep saying Fallout Boy, but I'm pretty sure Fallout Boy didn't have a song in the movie. Nirvana no. did. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, we know. We all know what you're saying. Yes. Uh, you you were upset at young Batman who makes mistakes. Yeah, I'm upset at young Batman that shops at PacSun and wears skinny jeans. I don't want that oh, in my on. Batman. Come on. Spoiler spoiler alert here, but but when he went a flying through the city and crashed into the sign, I thought it was the most hilarious thing I'd ever seen. And that, boys and girls, is a rabbit hole, and that's what we do here. Indeed, indeed. It is the Sportsocracy. Uh, like I said, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you everywhere you go. We are in the midst of the power rankings this week. And, well, I mean, four teams left in the playoffs. We didn't feel like doing a complete half hour on every team because hmm, that's going to be a Friday show. Yeah, so with actual police chief David Zach but so power rankings where do you go when the season's over for most teams you look to the future and over the next five years jeremy ran all the rankings and did did the calculations and came up with a composite score for each and every team and lower score ranks you the highest 
and weird. We're at the exact definition of average point in the NFL. What team would make the most sense right here? The New England Patriots. There it is. Yeah. Run of the mill. You got a great coach. You got, uh, you know, you got a great culture or a, I guess, a historically great culture in place. You got the front office pieces that, I mean, you don't always trust them. I mean, look at the draft history here. It's not great. It's not great, no. But it's it's better than some think. It is. It's. I mean, it's it's better than some some, some, some teams. Some of their perce- some of their perceived misses have not been as bad as people think, and some of their hits have been really good. Now their misses are horrible. Awful. Uh, Nikhil Harry called. Yeah, he's on line one. Yeah, that's one I would have missed on too. Uh, so I I can at least. Yeah. I at least understand what you were trying to do there. Number 16 is the New England Patriots, who now have a new offensive coordinator. That was the news of the day. Bill O'Brien is rejoining the staff. Oh, B.O.B. Bob himself. Uh, yay. Yeah. Hey, we who, got, we got another retread, and it's a Bill retread, but this one, he actually, he does offense. Exactly. So exactly. this time it'll work. You have McCorkle Jones as your quarterback, and can that take you anywhere in this league? You know where it can't take you? Where? Higher. It cannot take you to a high it cannot take you higher. The verdict to is in to a place where blind men see. Right. The verdict is in. Let's go. Mac Jones is not the guy for the future. We all know that guy is sitting behind Mac Jones and they refuse to play him. And he says his name incorrectly. Bailey Zappy. One of the most shocking things about this simulation for me was how close New England is to the next team on this list. Number 15. The Miami Dolphins. You look at the two teams and you go, roster you to roster. You think, surely to God, there has to be a gigantic just chasm between the two of them. Yes. There's really not. Because you have a stability at coach with New England that you do not have in Miami. Mm-hmm. I mean, be honest with yourself. This was a team that's talking about firing Mike McDaniel if he didn't make the playoffs. It was out there, it was well-known, and it was not hidden. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell you that's what they were going to do because they didn't. And they made the playoffs, they almost beat the Bills. Yay. Stephen Ross is a bit of a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And so that that plays into your front office grade. And there's been a lot of instability here, and this team's very all-in. And then you come back to, okay, so who's your quarterback? And they have the weirdest grade of all because I genuinely don't know. I feel like you you have to be planning for it to be two. Yes. But then you have to have a backup plan because he had three concussions in a year. There's a lot of instability with you this do team. The, you do the same thing you did this year. You bring in a backup quarterback that has some starting history in the NFL. You're not going to expect him to play, but he's at least there as a fail-safe. All right, so, and this is this is where I got with this because I had to physically give the number on quarterback. All right, if I tell you right now, Tua Tungvaloa plays 12 games next year, mm-hmm. and he misses five, mm-hmm. and you get a high-end NFL backup, Teddy Bridgewater, Tyrod Taylor, Case Keenum-type quarterback, where do you rank that? 14. It's too high. I saw your mouth forming into an F, and it's too high. That means you think that combination is better than Kirk Cousins. And and to me, that is the most l- just lunatic thing you have ever said. Uh, were they were they better than the Minnesota Vikings this year? Uh, no. Okay. 
<laughs> scoreboard. Uh, record says no, and it wasn't all that close. And yeah, I think there was some luck there. I just feel like if I'm going into this with the plan of I have to spend up for my backup quarterback because there is such a high probability that he plays, that that doesn't really scream stable franchise to me. And I saw Miami there, and I thought I'd be outraged by it. And the more I thought about it, I went, no, that's exactly where they belong. Mm-hmm. Because you and New England are practically the same team. One of you just has uh, many more flashing lights and and shiny things. Yeah, if you could combine them into one team, you still wouldn't have a quarterback, you know, future guaranteed franchise quarterback, but you'd at least have all the pieces around it. And now the question for me is is if you knew – now, conversely, if you knew Tua was going to play 17 games and be healthy, mm-hmm. you're probably in the top 10. I, I can't put you any higher than that, mm-hmm. but – that would be the discrepancy. Well, I mean, you had the same scenario this year. You were a playoff team, and you came, you know, so close to pulling the upset against the Buffalo Bills. I feel like in the end, this team was better than the Minnesota Vikings. The record just looked better for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We talked, to, and in the playoffs, you got to the exact same spot mm-hmm. because you had a quarterback that was hurt, and so you had to play Skylar Thompson. If Tua plays, then we beat the Bills. Well, here's the thing: he didn't, and you didn't. Uh, if, if ifs and nuts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter. That's a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with Miami. Virtually everything you do is hypothetical. And, and I can't put you any higher. Number 13. The New York football giants. 14, excuse me. A lot of this steers into Brian Dayball. Because I do really believe in him as a coach. Mm-hmm. I believe in his ability to hire. Mm-hmm. Even if he loses Mike Kafka or Wink Martindale, what, what do I think he's going to do? Go hire another smart guy. He's been around this league for uh, uh, 25 years. And then you just look at this is New York. And this is, it, 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 I look at the Jets and the Giants very similarly, even though they're not ranked the same. The Giants have always been the consistent franchise if you take the last few years out of it. The Giants always looked at the Jets as the, the the little stepbrother that they would just beat the tar out of every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I still feel like that's kind of the same way. The ownership group's more consistent. You, you had an if you take away the Dave Gettleman years, this is a historically good franchise. God, I heard some talking heads on ESPN the other day talking about man, we really should give David Gettleman more credit for this team. Uh, and that that is what stupid sounds like. Wow. Okay. I mean, you should give Brian Dable all the credit because Dave Gettleman was not good at this. No. And I guess that's where I'm at is Brian Dable took you to the divisional round of the playoffs with a roster that I had at 21 overall, mm-hmm. and most of that was really young. I don't see how it gets worse. I mean, Daniel Jones was really efficient. But I never thought he was elite. It's not like I'm waiting on you to match an elite season. I just need you to be the definition of average. No, and if he's back, do you expect the same thing again next year? I don't think your receiving core could be any worse. That's what I'm saying. You add, I mean, in the mock draft, I had him adding Jackson Smith and Jigba. That gives you a one with Isaiah Hodgins, with Richie James, Wondell Robinson comes back, and so does Sterling Shepard. That doesn't sound bad on paper. Now you have to stay healthy. Yep. It's a little unproven, but but there's talent. It could work. There. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's another part of this. I'm looking at Isaiah Hodgins, who the Buffalo Bills tried to sneak on their practice squad, and Brian Dayball went, nope, I'm going to need him here in New York with me. That's, I mean, and I know he was in Buffalo. I get it. But that's an eye for talent. Mm -hmm. You found, you had a hole and you patched it. That's what good front offices do. New York Giants at 14, number 13. This one's going to sound low. I don't think it is. The Los Angeles Chargers. This rings inconsistency to me. It's all about the coach. I just I don't buy Brandon Staley, and, and I don't I don't think it gives a good message that you had what happened in the playoffs happen, and there was almost no backlash off that. Mm-mm. Well, we fired the offensive coordinator. Uh, okay. The offensive coordinator had absolutely nothing to do with you giving up 30 points in 33 minutes. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Your, your defensive guru head coach, he's the one that did that. And, and I love Tom Telesco. We've talked about this on the show multiple times. I think he drafts really well. I think he really thinks outside the box. I, I just, I'm looking at the roster going, you had every toy to play with this year. And, and you didn't even get as far as the New York Giants. You got the same distance as the Miami Dolphins with a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Keenan Allen's getting older, and Mike Williams is injury prone. There's just a lot of volatility on the roster. I believe that the front office will put the talent in the building. I'm just not sure what Brandon Staley's going to do with it once it gets there. They've already done it, though. The front office has already put the talent in the building. On paper, this was one of the best rosters in the NFL. I was about to ask, where would you put them in terms of rosters in the NFL? Uh, just on paper? I mean, it'd be top six? That's exactly where I had them, was it six? Yeah. I mean, you just they're, they're all pros all over this roster. When you brought in Khalil Mack, you brought in J.C. Jackson, you, you've got Bosa. I you mean, nailed the Jamari Sawyer thing this right. year who just slides over the left tackle and, and it's all right. fine. Right. And it, and and I also feel maybe it's just one of those things that takes time. And it could. They but, have health issues, too, but there's a lot of teams that have that. Mm-hmm. But there again, Brandon Staley, standing in your way. I felt like this was a make-or-break year for him, and he barely made it. I mean, this is that old uh, that old tenacious D-line. Uh, you you pass the test, but barely. You know what you got? F+. Because you... You didn't do what we all expected you to do with it. The next segment is going to rattle some cages, and I'm here for it. You're in the sportsocracy, and it's ESPN Asheville. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com 
or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Welcome back into the Ingles studio. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Floster Thomas. Jeremy Green. The algorithm has been worked. And what does the window look like for the next five years for your NFL team? Welcome back into the NFL future power rankings. So nice to hear my nickname said in the correct way and not the way it is often said on Twitter. (laughs) it's not original i've heard it a thousand times and please spell it correctly we are into the top 12 of the future power rankings here left off with the los angeles chargers at number 13 and number 12 is in this is this is it may surprise you the san francisco 49ers yeah yeah yep um there's one big drawback of san francisco okay all right there's no team in the nfl that has less draft capital than them that's unequivocal. Gave it all up for Trey Lance. They're also a terrible drafting team. But Dre Greenlaw, yeah, I got that. All right, you, you've hit some mid-round just steals. All right, Fred Warner, George Kittle, Dre Greenlaw, th- that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of Mike McGlinchey, uh, Drake Jackson, who I love but did virtually nothing this year. And you you go through the history and go, there's a lot more Javon Kinlaws here than there are Debo Samuels. And that makes me nervous because I think you're going with Brock Purdy. That's, mm-hmm. I, I can't physically see a way you're going to do anything else. I would agree. So you're going to have to be able to prop this roster up. And you've been luckier injury-wise this year than you've been in any other year. And this is the reason that I wanted to do this team right here. There's no team that needs to win the Super Bowl more than the San Francisco 49ers. Not because I think they're going anywhere. I think they're the first, second, third best team in the NFC for the next few years. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I think it could fall off a cliff quickly. Because if the Brock Purdy thing goes, let's say it goes sideways, and you tap out on Trey Lance or whatever, wherever that goes. Right. You do get that that can escalate quickly, right? Because this team gets expensive. Nick Bosa's up next year. Mm-hmm. They have five of the top 40 free agents on the market this year. You're going to lose a handful of them. So as time goes on, you have to start replacing those guys. So, like, I'll give you an example. Samson Abukum is a guy that you're going to lose this year. There's just there's no reason to pay him because you got Drake Jackson on the roster. Mm-hmm. You better hope Drake Jackson's a hit because the way that team is built is that you have to be able to keep rotating those defensive linemen. Well, Javon Kinlaw has been an absolute abject disaster. So it, when you do that and your mid-round selections leave, we'll say a bit to be desired your your opportunity cost is much greater. So you get into one of those last year years with San Francisco where you're just killed injury-wise. George Kittle gets hurt. Debo Samuel gets hurt. You're so thin back behind that. Mm-hmm. I love this team, and I'll be honest with you, I have them as the number one most talented roster in the league. It's also thin back behind it. 
So it can escalate fast. I know that sounds weird. Because I do have him, I have Kyle Shanahan's a top five coach in this league too. Mm-hmm. But you get dinged on some of the draft failures that probably make your window a little tighter. Which there are a lot of. A lot. There there are a lot of. You don't realize, I, I told Tank this in the break, just Google it. Look at the last oh, yeah. five years. There's a lot of a lot of Jalen Hurds and Joe Williams and absolutely Dante Pettis and Tyrion Davis. I could keep doing this, but I'm there are, but there are so many, but there are enough hits there absolutely to make me feel like it's an okay drafting team, not horrible. Sure, you've missed on some big ones. Sure, that you know. Uh, but, I praise, but it's a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. You have the least draft capital in the league. You historically have a very low hit rate. Your hits are great. When you have five picks in an entire draft, you better hit on two of them, and they better mm-hmm. both be home runs. Mm-hmm. And historically, you don't do that. No. Uh, f- for example, two years ago in the 2020 draft, they had five picks. Uh, the best one of them was Brandon Ayuk. And he's very good. Mm-hmm. But then you went, you also had Javon Kinlaw, who has been okay, but he's not what you wanted him to be. No. Drafted him at 14. And then you had Colton McKivitz, Charlie Werner, and Jawan Jenkins. Jawan Jennings. Jawan Jennings. He's actually me. still on the roster. I, I know he is, but 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 still, he's a deep role player. He's not he's not one that you can look back and go, uh, Talanoa Hafunga. Who you got in the 2021 draft. And that's a home run. Yeah. It's just you're hitting a lot of pop flies. And over time, that will start to wear on you. Especially if you're riding with with Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Exactly. So the San Francisco 49ers come in at number 12. Number 11. The Pittsburgh Steelers. You rolled your eyes I, like the Undertaker I, when I said this before the show. Because I mean, it's fine, it's fine, but I just I still look at this team and I go, okay, great. You so you did it again. So you got another winning season. Congratulations. But is this team ever going to be, uh, you know, a twelve and five division winner at least in the next five years? Maybe. You went nine and eight with no offensive line and missing your best player for half the season and a rookie quarterback because this is a team that just keeps doing it. They take third round receivers that become all pros. That's what they do. And so when you do that, you have a much bigger opportunity for error. And so Kenny Pickett doesn't have to be a pro bowler. Mm -hmm. He can be Kenny Pickett. Just don't turn the ball over. I'll build the defense. I'll play gross. But basically, they do what New England does. They just do it substantially better. They've never had a Tom Brady. Yeah. I know it sounds weird, but over the next five years, if you told me the Pittsburgh Steelers had a top 10 winning percentage in the NFL, would it shock you? No. There you go. No, it really wouldn't. Depends on what they can do in in the next draft, and I still feel like you you need to have a quarterback. I mean, because I don't feel like we've seen this team be a threat without a really good quarterback, right? I don't agree with that. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger wasn't really good for the last eight years of his career. And they weren't and he really was, good, though. They were the one seed in the AFC. 
in one of those years. Been through for a lot of yards. He was really inefficient. Mm-hmm. So I need Kenny Pickett to not turn the ball over. That's it. And then let me do that thing that I do, which is go find diamonds in the rough in the third, fourth, fifth round, like, oh, I don't know, the sack leader mm-hmm. uh, through 14 weeks this year, right. Alex Heisman. I do that better than practically anybody. And as long as you do that, you're going to be pretty high in these lists. All right. All right. Uh, let's go with number 10. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. You said the number was going to be lower than we expected on the Jacksonville Jaguars. But this isn't this isn't as high as I thought it was going to be, actually. Two words. Shad Khan. Can you stay out of the way? Just remember, do, do, do you remember when Jacksonville went to the AFC Championship game and played New England? And we all looked around and said, man, that team's going to be good forever. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? shock you if that happened again no blow your mind if it happened again no there you go now do i think trevor lawrence is exponentially better than blake bortles yes i do do i think doug peterson is exponentially better than than uh doug marone than doug marone yeah Yeah. i do so you got a lot of insulation here i get it it's uh, as you start looking at the teams in front of them it gets hard for me to say, yeah, your outlook's better than theirs. Mm-hmm. Look, you're still top 10 in the league, and this is coming off a team that was that picked number one in the draft last year. That's a precipitous climb in one year. Yes. And it could be better than this. I'm just, I have some reservations with with everything that happens in the higher offices. Trent Balky scares me a little bit. As the cons scare me a little bit. As they should. I mean, at the end of the day, say this out loud. We're owned by a guy that owns a pro wrestling organization. I'm counting on that guy to not meddle. Because immediately my brain goes to Vince McMahon and I break out in cold sweats and go, uh-oh. I don't think it's going to happen. That's why, they're, uh, that's why they're this high. Right. But they can't be any higher than that. Yeah, I would agree. Jacksonville Jaguars come in at number 10. Inside the top 10, uh, well, there's one name that's coming here up next after the break that I think you people may be even saltier about this one than they were about the San Francisco And, and guess what? I'm going to say the same thing about this team that I said about the last team. Stick with us on ESPN Asheville. Future power rankings continue. Top nine next. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. 
Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. No, uh uh-uh. No, uh uh-uh. Jeremy just informed me that uh, the, the Buccaneers have, have, ha, have, you had, have... You had your first interview with an offensive coordinator candidate, and an you should be so excited because it's old Jim Bob Cooter. Woo! Greatest name in the history of professional sports. Yikes. Jim Bob Cooter. Also, the uh, Chargers apparently uh, going to interview Joe Brady. Uh, so are the, the Jets. Fans. Yeah, so are the Jets. I mean, we did say... He's going to get another look in this league after the failure that was his uh, one year with the Carolina Panthers. Was it one year or two years? It was just one. one. Okay, two years. So the Chargers apparently going after Joe Brady. The Buccaneers want to interview Jim Bob Cooter. Oh, they don't want to. They just did. Oh, did they did? Yeah, they just concluded the interview. Okay. Yikes. I don't like where this is going at all. Future, I do. Future power rankings for the NFL over the next five years. What's the window look like for all of the teams? Again, Jeremy, working the numbers here with the rankings of the roster, the coach, the quarterback, the front office, and this year's draft capital. And the lowest score comes out on top. Highest score in the rankings goes all the way to the bottom. So we started at number 32 with the Denver Broncos. We have worked our way up into the top 10. The Jacksonville Jaguars were at 10. Number nine. This is going to this is gonna frazzle some people. Stop it. The Cincinnati Bengals. Stop it. How do you have Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Lou Anarumo? Look. How's this team at nine? I, I don't disagree. Very simply, you've been irrelevant for 30 years. Okay. There's one consistent there. Ownership group has been the same the entire time. Notoriously cheap. I understand it's changed as he kind of took his hands off it. Yes. I get that. Yes. I can't unwind that I've seen that for 30 years. And it's, I'm not going to, Cincinnati is, actually Jacksonville started a, there are, uh, just a chasm between 10 and 11. Pittsburgh's 40 points behind Jacksonville. And that makes all the sense in the world. The top 10 are all separated by less than 25 points. Yeah, somebody. Except in, for one. One is clearly. Somebody one. in the comments said, no way Pittsburgh is ahead of the San Francisco 49ers. And I, I tend to agree with that. But it is what it is. One of them drafts really well. One of them leaves a lot to be desired. Cincinnati at number nine. Uh, and Evan Doyle in the comments said Katie Blackbird's running the show now. I, I that's the it's either his daughter or his daughter-in-law. I don't remember which one. And it's changed things. I know that hasn't been recent enough for things like this to not hold what happened in the past against you. Is it maybe a blind spot? Maybe because there are <clears throat> there there are three teams ahead of them that I go. I don't like that, but I couldn't cheat and go, well, Cincinnati needs to be higher. Right. Because this is really the only one that I aggressively disagreed with. See, when when, when I didn't, I, I knew we were doing the power rankings, so I did my own. 
without the analytics, just as I see them. I, I did my own without anything. And I had Cincinnati at two. Cincinnati was my one. Cincinnati was my two. <laughs> so seeing them at nine is a little bit surprising. I understand you got to take into account the history of this franchise. And you have but, to t- this also takes into account that Joe B, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon are about to get paid stupidly expensive. Yes. And I'm Cincinnati is the one team I'm looking at going, your deals may come up at like the wrong time. Because the salary cap is going to escalate, but even with the new money, it can only escalate so quickly. And I'm not saying there, as long as you got Joe Burrow, you're going to be just fine. I have a fear that if you don't draft better than you have in the past, you can start having holes in the roster. That's me trying to justify something that I flat out don't agree with, but it's the only team in the rankings that I don't agree with. Well, you could very well see the path where the Cincinnati Bengals in two years, three years, Whenever so, three years I think is when the Joe Burrow contract would kick in after the fifth year option and all of that. You could see a path where this turns into the L.A. Rams. Well, and there's and there's one more great big kerfuffle with Cincinnati. Let's say Joe Burrow was abducted by space aliens. Where's this team at now? Mm -hmm. See, that's what things like this do is they really shine a light on man you're joe burrow dependent and before you say that about i don't know buffalo kansas city you, you really think andy Reid would be six and eleven really that's that's what you're trying to tell me i mean because I, I don't he, i think he might be might might leave buffalo out of that but because i could definitely see the past where they're six and eleven without josh allen i don't know that i agree with you because that defense is still really good when it's healthy maybe Cincinnati's but very Joe also, Burrow dependent. Now, yeah. I, do I think this is too low? I do. But like I said, I couldn't take 31 teams and go, I agree with all yeah. these, but there's a, there's a this one's wrong. All right, number eight. The Dallas Cowboys. Surprisingly enough that this ends up here. That's about where they stay for me. You're, you're the team that your best years you can get into the divisional playoffs, and then you're going to come up against the Philadelphias, the San Francisco's, the, all of that of the world. But they draft really well mm-hmm. outside of some aggressively bad misses. And I said this yesterday. Look at their last five first-round picks. Uh, they're all five home runs. They haven't had a miss in I can't tell you how long. They're the only team in the NFL I can say that about. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that you're going to be able to stay. I think you stay the course. I just don't think you ever get any better. As long as Dak Prescott makes that much money, this is where you are. And I'll be honest with you, that was one of the only teams that was the same on my ranking that it was in this ranking. I had Dallas at exactly eight. Okay. Number seven. This is one that will ruffle people's feathers as well. And then you have to remember, they did just win a Super Bowl. You do realize that, right? The Los Angeles Rams. As bad as this year was, I mean, we're we're all prisoners of the moment to some degree. Mm Mm-hmm. And you look at this team and, and you go, the, you know, this this turns south very, very quickly after the Super Bowl year. And now you have more questions coming into this offseason. You, you gave up a top six pick, which makes you look really stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you've kind of learned your lesson on that. And this team was killed hurt. Would it shock you if the L.A. Rams came back next year, went 12-5 and five, fully healthy, and were the one seed in the NFC? No. It wouldn't me either. It wouldn't me either. Now, this is swayed because they have drafted well with limited draft capital. 
They also have a phenomenal coach, and they have a good roster. Mm-hmm. It's not a deep roster, but it's a good roster. And so that, I mean, I had L.A. in the middle of the packet roster, uh, at 17 roster-wise. They were still this high. So I, I just feel like this is a one-year blip, and you get everybody back healthy, and a year from now we'll go, hey, you remember when that Rams team was just absolutely awful? That was That was fun. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a blip. I feel like probably the biggest swing in NFL history should they should they do that? Should they be twelve and five next year? I don't know that that's ever happened in NFL history where a team has gone. Well, not, you've never seen one go from winning a Super Bowl right, to this bad, right? Like I said, I was getting ready to say not necessarily Super Bowl, but at least a contender to dog water to contender immediately the next year. New York Jets. I remember it like the back of my hand. Vinny Testaverde blew out an ACL in the back of the end zone before the first game. Mm-hmm. They went from an AFC championship game to four and twelve or five and eleven, one or the other. And then they were the, they were in the divisional round of the playoffs the next year. That's the biggest swing I can remember. Okay. Number seven is the LA Rams. Number six. The Detroit Lions. And I understand all of I I fully get this. This is a, this th- is one the this is where I got the ranking right. I had them at six in my power rankings for the future. They're at six in by the analytics, and it's hard to argue because this team has a, just a ridiculous amount of draft capital. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, them and a team we haven't said yet were either they're borderline playoff teams. Both one of them made it, one of them didn't. And now you have a top six pick. That do you understand how much that's worth? especially when you've got a handful of quarterbacks and one of them might end up there. You can do anything you want, or you can add a prodigious talent that falls in your lap because there were three quarterbacks in the top six. And then you have your own pick as well. And then you mix in the fact that they're two of the better drafting teams over the last handful of years. Mm -hmm. And they were good anyway. And you're bringing the whole band back because Aaron Glenn's going to be back as the defensive coordinator and Ben Johnson's going to be back as the offensive coordinator. That's a lot of stability. I really like this Detroit team. Yeah. You hammer the defense in the draft. You you hit a couple of more uh, solid doubles even in the draft. Picking six and 18, you're right in the thick of the NFC, NFC chase. Well, no doubt. And you're in uh, a division that could be really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Extremely winnable. Mm-hmm. Minnesota comes back to the main... Green Bay loses uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Chicago Bears, regardless of how this goes. Either they're starting over with a rookie quarterback or they still have Justin Fields. That's a winnable division next year. And I'm not sure they're not my favorites to win that division next year. They probably will be mine. Number five. The Baltimore Ravens. When you're the best drafting team in the league, you can only go so far. Mm Mm-hmm. And this team invariably, they do this every single year. The biggest problem with Baltimore is they're hurt all the time. And and I don't know what the problem is there. Everybody in Baltimore saying they're bringing back Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to believe you until I don't. Because it never made any sense to me that you were going to let him go for nothing. So you were going to franchise him at worst. And most likely, you get that roster back fully healthy next year. And you have Lamar Jackson probably taken care of. Mm-hmm. You need a weapon. Really bad. Yes. 
you add that, would it shock you if Baltimore was back to 12 and 5 or 13 and 4 next year and no, then did it three more times in the next five years? No, sir. Wouldn't shock me in the least. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Top four to close it out next. This is your time saver traffic on the new ESPN Asheville. 240 Westbound is crawling between Chun's Cove Road and Monford Avenue. 240 Westbound then stop and go between Bavard Road and I 40. 240 eastbound, stop and go between Amboy Road and U.S. 1923, exit 4A. 26 eastbound, stop and go between I-40 and the Blue Ridge Parkway. 40 westbound, slow between Hendersonville Road and Bavard Road. Maribyrn Avenue, north and southbound, is stop and go between W.T. Weaver Boulevard and Beaver Dam Road. NC-191 southbound delays between Pole Crestman Road and Clayton Road. Hendersonville Road southbound, stop and go between I-40 and Overlook Road. Sweeten Creek Road southbound, stop and go between I-40 and Mills Gap Road. I'm Lyndon Fuel with your time saver traffic. This report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business needs, from quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options. Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, the NFL Future Power Rankings. Who's got the best shot at being the best team over the next five years? We're into the top four, and one of these things is not like the others. But one of these things has something that nobody else has. Indeed. Number four. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. This team is gonna get it's gonna get harder to keep putting out Super Bowl favorite rosters. It will. No doubt it will. No doubt it will. So the front office the front office has to be key. And the front office is pretty good. They have managed a lot of this roster is homegrown. And that's one of the things that you have to specifically with Buffalo, because it's been such a destitute wasteland for free agents for so long that you're going to get credit when guys play a ton of snaps for you. And that's where they're at. Now, this roster is going to get expensive. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen swells. And then it's a question of can you draft replacements. For me, Buffalo's a little high. Not tremendously. They should still be somewhere up here. I just feel like Cincinnati should be ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And that's just the algorithm didn't catch up to things that how different things are two years later than they were Five years ago. Right. 
number three. The Seattle Seahawks. This is the one that's not like the others. Like, okay, front office is good. Head coach is good. I get mm-hmm. I, I get those things. But Pete Carroll's a top five coach in this league. Period. End of discussion. It's not debatable to me. And so this just don't care about quarterback? Well, you are number, uh, let's see, number two in draft capital. That helps. Mm-hmm. You're also the best drafting team in the league. That helps. So, yeah, I mean, quarterback, at quarterback, I had them 22. At roster, I had them. Mm, no, I had them 22 at roster. I had them 15 at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong column. Percentage chances, though, that, that Geno Smith has another year like this. In that offense? I wouldn't see why he wouldn't. Really? I'm at 2% you, at best. Oh, that he has another year. You got to realize he didn't do anything all that special. He just didn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's throwing kind of to DK point. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And he's got Kenny Walker behind him. And you just drafted two. Fr- How many different times did you see the, a graphic that said this is the first time two rookie tackles have done blank? Yes. There's a reason because nobody ever does that. Nobody ever tries to do that. Mm-hmm. And those two are going to get exponentially better, as is Tariq Woolen, as is Kenny Walker. They That's had, four of your 22 starting spots. They had a position of need. They, they they satisfied it through the draft, and they absolutely killed it. I get it. And, and guess what? You got two top 20 picks again. And there is absolutely no reason for me to think they're not going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And you get Jamal Adams back, who might be the most talented player on your roster. And now, with Tariq Woolen and Kobe Bryant and whatever else you had, you can use Jamal Adams the way that you should have been using him the whole time instead of trying to get him to cover. I really like the Seattle team moving forward. I, would I like it to be with a different quarterback? Yes. I would like you to have the the, the ability to have a franchise quarterback. Well, that's the thing. They're going. You've have shown it. me that you don't care. In the next five in the in the in the five year window that we're talking about, this is why I couldn't have Seattle up here because I know they're going to have a coaching change and I know that they're going to have a quarterback change. Both of those things are inevitably coming in the next five years. Did you say a coaching change? Yes. Don't be shocked if they don't. Really? Pete Carroll might be one of those guys that just does this until he's 80. Maybe so. Because everything he's doing steers in that direction. Why would you trade for all of these picks if you're just going to retire? Mm-hmm. So you're going to draft these guys and then not develop them yourself? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Number two. The Philadelphia Eagles. There's one big difference between them and the team at one. Mm-hmm. This is a tremendously great drafting team with extra draft capital. Head coach. I don't buy Nick Sirianni, and I never have. And and look, if he wins the Super Bowl, then I, I guess I'll I'll get a big old plate of that crow that people keep telling me to eat. But until I see you do it, mm-hmm. you're still the guy that would would go extended periods of time where well we we don't run anymore. We just let Jalen Hurts throw it 37 times. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest difference. It's a really good drafting. This is a phenomenal roster. The, the, yeah, the questions I have. Do you about remember that thing roster, I said though? about whatever that year was that Philadelphia just was god awful? And I said, you watch. Howard Roseman's just going to lather up, and the next thing you know, this is going to be the best roster in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Took two years. Yep. But the offensive line is getting older, right? I mean,. I mean, it's getting older, but, have to, but it's just the same thing. It's just like Jordan Mailata. Oh, we missed on Andre Dillard. Cool. We'll find a, a, a we'll find a really good singing left tackle in <laughs> that, that nobody paid any attention to, and he'll it. be a 
You love his voice. I do. He's very good. He's very talented. I mean, look, I like this whole team. I'm not dead sold on the Jalen Hurts as a $50 million quarterback thing. But, I mean, if that's the biggest objection I have with you and you keep drafting like this, I don't care how much you pay him. And at number one. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs who just continue to win. Uh, at quarterback, you're you're two. Mm-hmm. At coach, you're you're one. Mm-hmm. In terms of drafting ability, you're two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you could have no draft picks, and it would not matter. <laughs> and your <laughs> roster is good. Way. I mean, I think I have Kansas City's roster as the sixth most talented in the league, just because they don't have. They're very good at the top end, and then it gets a little thin and, and young. But then I look at guys like Nick Bolton. Everybody had these big objections about Nick Bolton. Then he goes to Kansas City and he's just a stud. Mm-hmm. I mean, does he do everything? No, but he fits the system and they cater it around him. And that's what happens when you have a an Andy Reid that is, to me, a no doubt Hall of Fame coach, and he's just got a slew of Steve Spagnolo, Matt Nagy, these guys that have been around the league, and they just get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was probably the least surprising part of this entire exercise to me. That Kansas City came in at one? At, by a lot. I mean, they just eviscerate the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem that I have with this is it's all about where you've been. And not, not so much about, where you're going. Not yep. about where you're going. Yeah. And see, I look at Kansas City, and I had them at five in mine. Because I just look at, can you continue to do this year in and year out for the next five years? We all know how much I believe in them. But I don't know that for the next five years you're the A number one. But but the analytics say Kansas City is your number one team. Your future power rankings are thus. Kansas City all the way down to the Denver Broncos at number 32. It is the Sportsocracy. We'll be back with you for a Wednesday edition tomorrow afternoon right here in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. Don't forget, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and we will see you tomorrow.